3: In a world where Carolina Panthers fans have an insatiable thirst for Panthers news and opinions, only one podcast
4: roars ferociously. It's the C3 Panthers podcast. Take a seat on the couch. Take a seat on the couch, Carolina Panther fans, as we fall again. 31 to 14, the Carolina Panthers in a cold Buffalo climate get coldly walked to the door, and our expectations of I don't know, anything good get frigid. Frigid, frigid, frigid. The Carolina Panthers lose 31 to 14 on the road to the Buffalo Panthers. Oh, I mean the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> And uh, basically, it is a typical story for what the Carolina Panthers are. A offense that is offensive because their offensive line is offensive. And Amir Abdullah is the play of the game. The butcher, baby. Amir Abdullah. Isn't that his name? I hope it's his yeah, name. Amir Abdullah. Good Lord. You are joining the Panthers him. postgame. I'm Tony Dunn. And I have had a lot of sauce because this is depressing. Cody Lashney, my wheel man. Welcome back to the C3 Panthers postgame show. Tony Dunn,
5: I predicted the Panthers to lose by 14. My expectations were on the ground. I didn't expect anything. I thought I know that the Panthers are going to get their ass kicked when I woke up this morning. And I'm like, you know what? I don't care, man. It is what it is. I'm just going to enjoy watching football, and yet here I am pissed off to my fucking core that Matt Rule is still our offensive coordinator, that he is still masterminded this terrible offensive line, and that he continues to put Cam Newton in a position to get his ass kicked every single time we play. It's depressing. It's upsetting. But listen... This is the YouTube therapy session. You already know what time it is. We do this with the best Panther fans in all of YouTube. Tony, you already know them and love them. We've got our guys Kevin Boshoven, AJ, Lindsey Drew, Grim Reaper, Jay Sue, Jay Prey, Lance Kubiak, Sarah Taylor, Roosevelt Mongo, Vincent Lighting, my brother, Underground West, Zach Rhodes, Tony Don, and nothing to it but to do it, brother. Let's roll.
4: It's sobering watching this Carolina Panthers team. I tell you that is that you have to have a lot of drink to be drunk when those mugs are trying to sober you at every turn because of how bad it is. It's pretty awful, but probably expected. (sighs) The bat daddy, the stat daddy.
2: How you doing, Greg? Um, you know, uh, Sunday as usual, climb my <laughs> hill. <laughs> Sunday, <laughs> you know? not fun day. <laughs> yeah, it's it's gotten to the point where I, I'm not even worried about missing the game. Like I listened to the first half because I was building a pen for my new chickens, and I just watched the second half, and I was like, oh man, I could have missed the second half and been just fine. Man, it's just not exciting to watch, watch anymore. First half. I I honestly got to the point where I needed Buffalo to score at the end because I was like, this game's over. I just need Buffalo to cover.
5: I'm convinced that Cam Newton Threw that final interception To just be like, ah, eh, fuck it, let's go home yeah.
2: I
4: think Sean McDermott went for it uh, in, On fourth down Instead of kicking the field goal Because he took the, like, the late line He was betting against the live line He took that live line like my boy took and he was like, man. shit, man, if we only if we only win by 13, I ain't going to cover. Man. And these mugs, man, they go for it on fourth down to put us away. Like, what was that about? I want to know that. They were up, what, three scores at that point? Or, man, or a field goal head. would have put them up three scores and they went for it? I want to know why that is. Is that McDermott trying to make a fool out of us? Is that Matt Rule just being f- made a fool? Man, it's tough. Carolina the Carolina Panthers look horrendous. And I still come back to this is this is why I did not want Cam Newton on this team, homie. Yeah. Because yeah. this is like his reputation, his 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 image will be besmirched, whether or not he is good or bad by the Carolina Panthers. And I think Cam Newton's shoulder may be cooked, bro. Uh,
2: yeah. But, I, I think she may be done. I hate you know,
4: to say it, man. It's not, we're and gonna I'm do not this. it's not what it used to be. I don't need to be what not what it used to be. Unless it's just his throw motion that does this, dude. His throw motion, He motion, th- you're like, man, he's about to wind up and let a missile, and then it goes.
5: Yeah, but then again, and like, here comes the fucking horde of people in the chat room. Oh, here goes Cody again, defending Cam Newton for being inaccurate. How do you judge Cam Newton when every single time he has to throw a fucking football, there's like two guys in uh, his face ready to crucify him, man. Uh, every oh, no. good point. Back, good boy. He's being lit the fuck up. I don't know how anyone can judge Cam Newton in this vacuum, man. Like, maybe his shoulder isn't, isn't what it once was, but you're damn oh, it's sure. not, not what
4: it once was.
5: You're damn sure don't know what he's going to be capable of if the, if the receivers aren't running the proper routes, if the fucking offensive line continues to be a turnstile. Look, man, I was uh, watching the game with my buddy Vince. He's in the chat room right now. And, you know, he watches the Panthers basically when I watch the Panthers. And he's watching the offensive line. And we're sitting there laughing our asses off, man. Because even to the untrained eye, you can look at the offensive line and absolutely tell that they're getting blown up on Mm. every single fucking play, man. It's offensive. It's never ending. It's It's never ending.
4: It's insane. Um, And no, it is insane. But look, is that we can continue to excuse. It's not excuses, not making excuses. Um, Matt rule is terrible. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's terrible. I don't know. And you know what? My even if he's not terrible, I can't wait any longer to find out if he's not the worst. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, that's one thing. But when it comes to Cam, bro, I love Cam Newton. You got to run him. You got to put him in some better positions. Why are we not rolling him out, using his mobility, throwing the ball a little bit, bootleg? That those fourth, what was it, the fourth down play? Or and throw the, a pass yeah. Yeah. The and you're not using, you're not playing to your strengths. But at the same time, Cam Newton's windup is gotten progressively. I mean, it's all. he's always had kind of a long throwing motion because he is giant, right? The bigger you are, like, it's going to take longer for that. It doesn't look there anymore. And I'm not saying that he can't be a professional quarterback, but there you have to admit that the ball is not coming out like You want to see even on that not like what it used to be, not what it used to be, but even on
5: that screenplay, Tony. You realize that if you would have thrown that ball to where Robbie Anderson was, that's a pick six going to the house. I know what play you're talking about on that fourth down where he throws that bubble screen. Yeah, everything was wrong about that play. You you shouldn't have been throwing a bubble screen on fucking fourth and one. That's number one. Uh, but then, for him to to throw throw that screen pass, if he would have put that on Robbie Anderson, that's a pick six going the other way. Mm. And, and it's like people. Well, it's say, oh, well, he, it's
4: not dead. even about. It's not even about whether or not Cam is good. First, I've always said that Cam's game is going to have to evolve, right? And strangely, in the the irony of me thinking about what it would have to evolve to be is that. I didn't think it would be, we need to change his passing first. Uh, You you thought it was going to be like, let's run Cam less. Let's protect Cam more. But sadly, this is actually what I would do with Cam. Like, we need to run him more. We need to run him more. You know where his game needs to evolve is in the passing game, not in the running game. The run game is fine. And he is deadly still. But I'm telling yeah. you, this is like he's gonna have to. It's it's just a kind of a sad, uh, sad thing to see, where he has become a shell throwing the ball. Yeah, but can run the ball better.
5: And we're yeah. is going to be having these conversations, like like now at large because the Panthers are so bad. The narrative is going to be, and I already see it here in the chat, no, Cam this Newton's is what... washed up. Cam Newton's done. Cam Newton doesn't need to be playing quarterback. Cam Newton's just a running back. Cam Newton's inaccurate. If
4: like he like job, I'm going to cry.
5: You have, like, now that Cam Newton has returned, all of the people that have had all these narratives about Cam Newton forever, like, they're, they're just going to feel vindicated. I told you. Told right. you that's who Cam is, that's who Cam Newton's always been. Meanwhile, the offensive line I don't know if it's, it's ever been. Worse. I don't know if it's ever is been. Is there
4: worse a worse guard in the history of the Carolina Panthers than John Miller?
5: How about Cam Irving? Cam Irving looks well, he's a tackle. terrible.
2: They all look horrible. It doesn't even matter who it is. If you're, if you're on the line, you look horrible. It's like they're running through tackling dummies to be honest with somebody you.
4: Somebody said to me, I asked this, is, was, uh, is John Mil- Miller the worst guard in history? And somebody hit me up with the, like, Samo Fua or whatever. And it was like, I thought about that guy being the worst, but even John Miller is worse than him. He is so bad. He got a zero a couple of weeks ago on pro football focus or whatever it is. Is that what it is? Pro football focus? Mm-hmm. That where they do the rankings or whatever. Got a zero. A zero. How do you get a zero? He didn't even put his name on the test, Cody. <laughs> and today he got an I, I, he better not get a zero. He better get a negative today. It was and awesome. Then, and then and awesome
5: here, thing. here again, I'm already seeing clips from the press conference. Uh Matt Rule saying our inability to throw at a high level is what's Oh my
4: god. Oh my he has gosh. no
5: idea what he's doing. And cannot, so look, uh, All right, Urban he's gonna
4: Meyer, go. I'm done. Urban, I'm
5: Urban done Meyer was, was fired a few days ago. And I want to give credit what credit was due. I was watching Daniel Jeremiah talk to Rich Eisen. And he said the problem with these college coaches is that they come in here looking to show you how much they know. Instead of adapting to the NFL game and trying to learn, and get up to speed and understand the differences between a college football season and a pro football season, like Matt Rules trying to come in here and flex and show you that he can take all these trash offensive linemen mm-hmm. and make them into a good That's player. Thing,
6: man,
4: it is a—he's pulling it's a Davey on us, where you're trying yeah. to play yes. Golden Eye with pistols only. Real quick, you know you're Roosevelt only Manga. trying.
5: Real quick, Roosevelt Mongo for the five dollars says another losing season. With David Tepper. And we're going to touch on that, Roosevelt. That's a promise. Go ahead, Tony.
4: Uh, first, thank you for your support and uh, for the people that are listening right now and, and a part of this very lively chat room. Uh, you are part of the C3 Nation, which is Building Panther Nation, and we are here on the ground dealing with this garbage. I mean, we are trash. We are picking up the trash right now. We are recycling and trying to reuse, recycle, and whatever because it takes a lot right now for Panther fans to be optimistic. And, I mean, like, where do you want to go to? Let's talk about this. Actually, um, you can can take two ways to attack this conversation. I'll let you figure out how you want to do it. What is one thing about Matt Rule that should... Or that you could point to for being the head coach next year, or what is one thing good about this team right now? Like, find something. Find a a good thing about this team. What would would you say the defense played well today? Actually, I would give them that. I'd say the defense played all right today. But it's all like, right, why, why all does right. Defense, I'm fighting to find an it. Yeah, why does I, our I really defense?
5: But why does our defense only look good in games where we have zero offense? Like, in the games like Washington? They
4: didn't even look good today, though. They looked okay.
5: Even in the games that the Panthers' offense is okay and removing the ball, the defense just falls off a cliff. So it's Mm -hmm. like this tough-ass defense that we supposedly have, it only Mm -hmm. shows up when the
4: Panthers are getting their ass kicked You were
2: good on third down. Did you we see it, it at the end of the third game down today?
4: I feel at the well. end of the,
2: yeah, at the end of the game too, when there was like, when we had our last drive before cam through the interception, they were showing the stats. We had 10 more yards of offense than Buffalo did. We had one more first down than Buffalo did. And we had the ball three more minutes than they did. And we were down 10 points. Like we were, we, we technically played like on paper, played a better game than they did. And we got uh, speed. Up to that point we did at least. So it's crazy.
4: Why is that? How was that possible? Think about well, that. Like, well, one, daddy, tell me how that
2: is possible. One was the kicking. We were down ten. We you could theoretically say we could have had six more points with two field goals, so that changes things. That makes it a four point game. So, but uh, I don't know, man. Carolina finds a way. <laughs> you know, Carolina finds a way to to lose.
4: Where where is the worst part of this game today? On. I think it's got to be the offensive line like at the end of the day is this is that the coaching staff is like how do you prepare when you are terrible on your you know like what could they have done actually maybe that is the exact answer Cody is what they could have done is not put out that starting five
5: Yeah, but if it's it's the
4: worst offensive line we've ever seen in history, but what's the other history? Then how could it be any worse if you were trying to get the reps? It it feels like
5: she's trying to sabotage the football team. Like the entire world can see Cam Irving and Trent Scott and John Miller get their asses kicked all up and down the football field. Yeah, Deontay Brown didn't even dress today. Didn't even dress. One, one one dress. Hey, it's Hey, insane. how about this? Brady Christensen dressed. Was a backup on the sideline the whole fucking day. Didn't play. Didn't play. He was on the sideline the whole fucking day.
2: Is Sorry. this? A, is this a purposeful tank?
5: He's inept. He's are, inept. Are they
2: tanking and trying to make I he's a dumb I think
5: that that Matt doesn't deserve his job.
4: I think Matt Rule is trying to weasel right now into saying this is my quarterback got hurt i had to rotate these guys in here Uh, i got a cam newton who doesn't have the shoulder strength and isn't the passer we you know we wanted wanted him to be and uh the offensive line didn't hold up because we had tons of injuries and tons of rotating these guys i think matt rule is trying to use this offensive this bad offensive line to save his job
2: that's that's a really good point i didn't think about that you might be absolutely right right. i mean
4: because if he is like why wouldn't you Try to get a little bit better. Why would you put the worst offensive line out there and then tell us that's that's the best we have to deal with? Like We're sitting here trying to wonder if there is a worse offensive line in the history of
2: the team than this year, well, and you won't put Youngins in there. The question is, though, is he, is he trying to do that so that way because he knows he's getting fired and that way he has an excuse, or is he trying to do that as an excuse not to get fired? I He's trying I think to, it's
5: make a to make it look like, hey, I'm a good coach, but, you know, we don't have the personnel. We don't have the guys. That's what I the think. Team. And, 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 again, it goes back to David Tepper, that old fucking Scrooge. If he doesn't look at this football team and realize that Matt Rule is the cause of all these problems, then he has a bunch of yes-men around him. David Tepper has a bunch of yes-men around him who are afraid to tell the, you know, the guy that spent $2.5 billion on the football team that the coaches that he hired are the fucking definition of ineptitude. You have good young players on your football team that can make a contribution to help you win football games right now and you refuse to play them. Ever since we've been having this conversation about Brady Christensen, other NFL players have come out on record and said, yeah, dude, the short arm thing is bullshit. Like, it's absolutely bullshit. Jordan Gross, we played a clip on here the other day of Jordan Gross talking about how there are techniques to overcome the lack of arm length at the left tackle position. But Matt Rule wouldn't know that because he's never had the experience doing this kind of bullshit ever before. And and so he's just going to continue to make these terrible decisions that are going to cost the Carolina Panthers, and he doesn't give a shit because he probably does feel safe.
2: Yeah. Hey, can we go back real quick? I want to show Sarah's thing. She dropped a love bomb for twenty bucks. Oh, that that's like. right. Tell that. Talk, Tell she's that. She's talking Not my own girl Sarah. Sarah. She's talking about uh Zilstra. Hey, I'm almost at the point where I would have rather given Zilstra the money we gave Robbie Anderson. You know, <laughs> Zilstra. I see Zilstra in more plays and making more plays than I see Robbie Anderson making. <laughs> <or improving laughs> more.
5: Dude, I mean,
2: you he- you me
4: climb that ladder today. He caught that big, you know, like that kind of typical pass from Cam that's like super high in a bullet, and he climbed that ladder today.
5: But by the way, thank hey, you. I, I, got, I, I got so impassioned with my rant that I was going <laughs> to completely miss on Sarah Taylor's super chat. Now, I'm I'm an idiot, dude. Sarah, we love you. Thank you. $20, man. That's love. That's love. Like, we never ask for money. We always appreciate it. That helps us to grow the show. Um, dude, I'm just at a loss for words, man. Like, I don't know why I get so mad. You're right. I am enraged. I am enraged, man. I fucking hate this shit. I hate that we're always dealing with the same bullshit every single fucking year. And it doesn't even have to be this bad. It doesn't even have to be this bad. That's what's so frustrating about the whole thing. Is that d- decisions could be made that could fill the better football team than this. in the draft in free agency i mean all the way around but matt rule continues to put his team in positions to lose all across the football team
4: the number is 252-228-5098 that is 252-228-5098 and you can uh i guess venture frustrations let's get into some cat calls and see what these cat's got to say about this Panthers loss right now should Matt rule be the future is Cam Newton's shoulder toast and um, how do we move forward as an organization Mr. Tepper we know you listen
7: so what are your thoughts on cat calling yeah it's pretty you shouldn't do that to somebody and how did that make you feel
3: uh, very uncomfortable. So, how do you think cat
7: calling makes the person feel?
8: It a feels two, good, like. And a
6: three and a four and a... Who's that cat in the
9: back corner with his face buried in the snow? Who's that kid that can use one? I've well, been in, uh, in uh, the space watching last two minutes. Is cam from the quarterback this the darnold out there or if pj without? out he's a professional quarterback and we're getting murdered because we have no o-line no um yeah fired a lot of fire on that rule a disgrace every Tesla needs to go and have a good long hard look in the mirror uh and it's some humble pie and keep buying up to on the work that what are doing but um yeah they need to start again Said it for years, they need no line, but this can't do anything. And why can't our receivers catch? Phil Stripping catch. still made this great high ground in like the first or second quarter. And they're all like, oh, look at that. And it's like, well, yeah, that that's receivers do. They're professionals, they want 13, 15 million a year. And like, seriously, rugby
4: All right, that's Rich from from Kingston calling from across the pond, bro. And you know what? That He spent money to make that cat call right there. Rich, you can always email that voice note to me. God bless you for spending money to talk shit about what needs to be talked shit about.
5: And, you know, he's, uh, he's not the only one. 19 EHF with the $5 says, I no longer trust the front office to get the talent right. A rebuild only works if you have the right pieces. Thank you, 19 That's... EHF.
2: Uh, I, I,
4: I ask... a genius point right there. Go ahead, Greg.
2: Well, I want to ask in the chat room, LBO says, rule should stay, Cam is no good, period, and the players love rule. What evidence do we have to show any of that is true? Just an yeah. A... Amen.
4: I mean, Tell you me know we what? Better, we have yeah. some evidence that maybe Cam is, it is not, is not you know a good I mean, like, yeah. I mean I'm not going to dispute that. Yeah. Is that it, and I don't want to be the people... I didn't... I always wanted to see Cam go out on a high note. So the saddest thing about him coming back to Carolina was putting him in a position that was not going to support that, right? And that was going to just continue to reaffirm the narratives that people have, the negative narratives about Cam Newton. But again, what can you say about this coaching staff and this team? And for me, the thing is this is not the in-game coaching that's the problem at this point. For me, the real uh, problem that I have with the Matt Rule era is that we have to believe, He is in majority control of football operations, and he sanctioned this team. He sanctioned this offensive. Like, he sanctioned this, and you can't bring it. I almost feel like Cam is meant to be a patsy. He's like the Jack Ruby of this season right now.
5: Well, on top of that, the evidence to the contrary continues to build up. So, by the way, I'm, like, uh, perusing my, my Panthers Twitter updates thing. Uh, and Matt Rule, on that fourth and one call, defended the play call. Said that it was the right play call, but poor execution. Saying that it was a zone read and they should have handed it off or kept it. And, once again, if you think a, a screen He's pass
4: good, bro. is He's the best go. play
5: on the fourth and one Evidence continues to mount to show every fan watching that Matt Rule doesn't have one fucking iota of what he's doing. He doesn't Mm -hmm. know. There is no defense of him at this point. And if anyone in the chat room, any one of our listeners, can make a logical defense of Matt Rule, we would love to hear it because none of us. Have yet to hear what that is, mm-hmm.
2: and you know what's Sarah, the most
4: pos- like what's the most positive thing you could even say? I know I mean, like tell me the positive, and the only one is that they turned around the defense and let's say, look, I mean when you draft seven defensive players and go and allocate all your free agency money to defense, duh you
2: better yeah, you better have a better defense right. Nah, but, I mean,
4: know. I guess I'll give him that, but like, come on. What's yeah. the thing that he's done? That's well, well done. Well,
2: I can't uh, think of anything off the top of my head at all, dude. I was talking to Sarah earlier during the game and she was telling me who, what, what coach doesn't have a backup <laughs> kicker. How, how do you not have a backup kicker? You know what? I was on the team that is like, should they do something like hockey?
4: You know that, like hockey, they not only a designated have a kicker in the stadium. Like this back, <laughs> yeah, like this guy that used to drive the Zamboni. That He's selling peanuts kick. in the stands. <laughs> like, yeah, but he could be the guy that comes in, and it does He might kick for either team. I almost hmm. think that's a good idea because watching them trying to get up. How about this? Isn't that funny? It's almost like y'all make fun of us unathletic people when you try to make us do random athletic shit. You know, like if we went out there and we tried to make a three pointer, they call us down and they're like, oh, if you make this from half court, you win $50,000 or whatever. Watching those professional football (laughs) players kick that football (laughs) and it'd be like, Like ridiculous. Oh dude,
5: look, uh listen, uh I know Sarah Taylor's in the chat and she loves her some Brandon Zosha, mm. but I'm pretty sure I could kick a football further than him, dude. Oh, <laughs> like goodness. it's it's bad at this point, man. And yeah, dude, like how about this? Our best player went down before the fucking game started. Dude, you yeah. can't make it up. Man. Our best uh,
4: player, it's a metaphor.
5: Dude, uh, and uh so shout out to John Kobe Barrera, he sent me this picture. Look at the the photo. It's that like, look at how cam newton is looking at matt rule like oh like bro what the mm. hell is you doing man
6: yeah, dude it's, it's so fr-
5: it's, it's, yeah. it's so frustrating that we're continuing to deal with this and again i'm not saying that cam played played great no one on this football team played great like when's the last time that someone played great on the carolina panthers and did something enough uh for us to win a right game? right like it never happens not anymore, not in the David Tepper era. But I don't know, man. I just don't know. There's so much bad to go around. We haven't even talked about Brian Burns yet. Brian Burns no, is a no, man. Man.
4: we'll get to him. We'll get to him. Let's go to the next call. And we'll come back to him. Let's do it. 252-228-5098.
10: Podcast Brothers, how y'all doing? What's up, G? Man, that game was horrible, man. It started off good. Our defense is playing pretty damn good, but we're a fucking mess this year. I mean, the season is fucking lost. They get to the point it was hard to fucking watch, man. Gonzalez got fucking hurt before the game. How the fuck is that shit even damn possible? You know, nobody can make that shit up, man. So every time we score, we had to go for a damn two. I'm like, come on now, man. You could have put the punter in to kick a damn field goal. Matt Rule has lost his damn team. I've been saying that shit. We need to fire his ass. And yeah. I said it before, i say it again. I'm not a big Phil Snow fan. I'm not. I'm really not. I mean, that defense can play good and shit, you know, but it seems like they'll start off good in the first quarter. The second, third, and fourth, they do, they'll do good, man. It's like, both them dudes are bothering. I said we get rid of both of them motherfuckers, man. We need to, man. We need to. Cam, he looks like he really doesn't want to be. He's getting frustrated. You can see it in Cam's face, man. He, he looks pissed, man. But I mm-hmm. want them to win. I really do. We're not going to the playoffs this year, but hey, I'm still, I'm still a Panther fan, man. Always remember, y'all, keep
4: pounding. Carolina, keep man.
5: Pounding. Uh, real real quick uh, from 19EHF with the $5. He says when you sign bums in free agency, you deserve the product on the field. Do what the Chiefs did last year, sign and trade and draft Pro Bowl O-linemen. Thank you, 19. I, I mean, Tony, like, but you and I were kind of, and me you and Greg were kind of having this conversation before, uh, before the the show started. Like, it, Panther fandom is one hundred percent on board the fire Matt rule train. Like, I feel like whenever we, whenever we were talking about firing Ron Rivera, like there was a bunch of Ron Rivera defenders saying, "Nah, man, we can't do better than Ron. Ron brought us to a Super Bowl. Ron gave us, you know." uh three nfc south championships like at least people could make somewhat of a defense for ron rivera but tony who amongst us thought that you know through however many games in the season we are right now that pretty much unanimously all of the panther fan base would be calling for us to fire the head coach
4: The answer is no one, one. because we have said this ad nauseum on the podcast, is that at the beginning of the season we thought there would be no scenario, or actually I would say this, I thought there could be no scenario where it would be so bad this year that um, Matt Rule would not get a third year. But at this point, I am scrounging for anyone to make an argument of why he should get a third year it, it has been so bad it's so bad right now nothing and you know like if you could point to one i want someone to give me one reason why we should run um another year with matt rule And because this is like, you know, you have to make a question. There's going to be a question at quarterback right away. Right. So one more quarterback decision has to be made. And you have made four, three to four. I can argue four bad decisions at quarterback. Right. Like, so I mean, like, okay, so you're going to give this guy one more decision at quarterback to try Like, what is the reason? And don't give me this shit that we fire people prematurely. Don't tell me that. Like, give me one positive thing about this Panthers team. One positive te- thing that links back to Matt Rule.
6: The and only thing-
4: I, I don't think it can, I don't think there is anything. I don't think there's one answer to that.
5: We only have one Matt Rule defender in the chat. Is uh, LBO. And he says the players play hard for rule. And I'm going to need some. Uh, I'm going to need. No, they than, don't. Yeah, I'm
2: going to need. Yeah. What
5: does that even mean? Uh, yeah. Like, oh, 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 how do they play hard for him? And if they play hard, it doesn't matter if they don't know what they're doing, if right. they're not minding their gaps, if the guys are just not good at their job. Like, I think that we can make the case that John Miller is just not good at his job.
4: Yeah. Uh, just, like, all right, all right. Actually, can we talk about let's talk about some controversial things from this game? Um, there was a roughing the passer where we had the the to the ankles. There were three three plays that the referees fucked us on today. Well, oh oh no, let's talk about this. The roughing the passer to the ankles. The other one was the personal foul. What do you guys think about the personal foul where Matt Rule was part of it? The tussle. He needed to get the hell out of the way. It wasn't him. Nobody should have gotten called for anything. They called it a personal foul. And here is the thing among this, is that I thought that was the moment where I was like, you know what, if I was Matt Rule, I'd get ejected from this game right then right then i would have thrown such a I, shit fit about this penalty that went that was unnecessary i would have gotten ejected
2: from the game to rally the troops what if what if he just you see him just just you see him just look at him he's like fuck it and he throws the clipboard down and he just start just punches the guy like <laughs> I would the guy have punched him yeah <laughs> yeah start like, to what, see, what,
5: but, like you also don't get the feeling that Matt Rule even cares that much. Yes, yeah,
4: I know, I do, I do. I don't think he doesn't care. I don't get that feeling. it What went. did you think about these penalties, Cody? Am I the only one that saw them? I mean, no,
5: listen, they're they're terrible. Like I know that the NFL officiating crew is bad, but they're changing I mean, games, I
4: mean, bro. They I maintain consistent games. though. The laundry that- changes the game. Because it does, a television but show.
5: if that okay. What I'm saying though is that if that officiating crew was perfect, we still lose by 14. Like we oh, still lose into the bubble. and like that's why you know, like people might think that, oh, that I let the refs off easy. It's like no, I, I know them screaming into the void about referees. Like yeah, the every day ends with a why, and NFL referees fucking suck. It's like death taxes and referees blowing calls. I know that. And I'm not going to ever be like, oh, well, the Panthers won or lost because of the referees. No, we fucking didn't, dude. We didn't because we're a bad coach football team on every day that ends with a Y. Now, uh, shout out to 19EHF funding this therapy session today. We definitely appreciate you, man. He said they've tried to have it both ways. You can't be in a rebuild and push for the playoffs. We have no quarterback or O-line. And y'all were in the playoffs. Oh, it's almost. This is the up.
4: thing. This is the real point. That that's the real point of my criticism of Matt Rule is that. Um, and people who are like, "Oh, you got to give him time," I would be happy to give someone time who was trying to build. He is Bob the builder, and he's not good at it. He's the worst builder, and <laughs> we are not built on last year. We've regressed from last year. And, and I'll, that's I'll, I'll the say, thing right, is, I want thing. to build. I don't need more wins. I didn't need us to win this game today. Mm-hmm. I no. did not need us to win this game today to be happy. What I needed to see was a team that was better put together. Yeah. Particularly on that offensive line and the quarterback play going forward. Like, we don't look like we are getting better from week to week.
2: Yeah, well, and and to be fair, we were talking playoffs and everything with with the the rebuild, but we did start three and zero. So at that point in time, it looked like we were a playoff team, and up to about a yet last week, we were still in the hunt for a wild card spot with these new wild, even with how bad we are. You know, so
4: too hard hard on with three and zero, right, Cody?
5: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, at the
4: end of the day, I mean, like, yeah, it's like a good start. But you are so far away from the goal line. Yes.
6: Yeah,
5: it's the football that matters mm-hmm. the least. is yeah. the early season football because yeah. look at the Chiefs right now. Remember earlier this season was like, oh, right. the
4: what about the Green the Bay Chiefs Packers? After week one, yeah, after dude, is- got blown up by the Saints, and people are like done, Dun. done.
5: You don't win the Super Bowl in September and October. That's right. not when you do it. So yeah, that three and O doesn't mean shit. It doesn't mean shit at all. Uh, thank you to R. Dan Jr. for the 199. It says we got players, but they quit on rules, dumb moves, and again, like mm-hmm. I, I think that the Panther players have have quit on them. Now, granted, no one who is employed by this organization is going to get up on the microphone and say, "Yeah, we just don't like Matt Rule that much. We don't play too hard for him." No one's going to do that, but we can easily be left to infer as to what's happening in this locker room, man. There's no belief. They're in getting frustrated.
4: You can see the frustration cool. is setting in. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, I want to thank all of you listening to the C3 Panthers podcast. Over 180 mm-hmm. people right now. Um, thank you for the people that have donated. Sarah, Sarah Taylor, who was last? Uh, hold on. I won't, 19 I
5: chef. We got R. Dan Jr.
4: Yeah, thank you so much for the monetary support. We appreciate that. You can find ways to support us uh, in the show notes and stuff like that. But all you got to do is hit the thumbs up button, baby. Smash the thumbs up button. That's That's the biggest thing you can do. You can call into the show at 252-228-5098, and you can participate in that chat. The more uh, community we build, that's the particip- that's the support uh, that we ask all the people and that is for free and we thank you very much for the people that have donated monetarily yes. let's go to the next sure. call and see what people want to talk about we want you to call in is matt rule a fool is he does he not have the pieces though is he building and does he just need more personnel can Cam Newton be a bridge quarterback? Is his shoulder toast? And how do we look towards the future? I want you guys to tell us all of that on the cat calls 252 228
3: 5098.
9: What it do, boys? It's your boy, Mike, aka Supreme Leaders. What up, Mike? What's
4: up, man? Um, look, Supreme Leads, he don't even got it in boys, him anymore.
5: Uh, Can you blame him?
4: Nope. Uh, Best way to summarize it up
7: is uh, an old line. This fucking garbage, pale kids. Trash.
11: Straight trash. I just. It's rough.
12: (laughs) um,
4: He's in a tough place right
12: now
6: um
4: and we know supreme league. leaders calls bro yeah. this is I'm different done um somebody check on him i'm done for the season mike
5: we love you bro Hold oh, no. <laughs> on.
4: <That's> scary
7: <laughs> they, they're gonna whoop us let's finish it out and see what happens because uh I'm pretty sure everybody else is officially checked out now. That was.
2: Yes.
4: Hold on, brother. Hold on. <laughs> if y'all know this caller right here, that's a troublesome, man. Someone check on Supreme Leader, please. Next call.
13: Hey, guys. It's Joey again. Again. And Matt Rule. Matt Rule. Matt Rule. Matt Fool. Matt, Matt Tool. Rap Mule. Matt Stool Whatever else you want to call him
0: He Matt Stool Is a bum And uh, (laughs)
13: Yes it was me that sang that song earlier In case anyone's wondering But yes he is a bum And um, Like more stupid Stupid penalties And these aren't penalties you just get Because the officiating sucks No these were penalties you get Because your coach is a stupid fucking (sighs) idiot and, like, it's just a mountain of bad luck. Like, of course, of course, the Panthers have Zane Gonzalez go out with a, a, a quad injury during pregame warm-up. Yeah, like, no kicker. But then again, like, if we had a kicker, would we have won today? Like, for real, would we have won if we had a kicker? No. No. I mean, I I don't know. Cam played a really good game.
4: Uh, <laughs> no, he didn't.
13: No, I don't <laughs> he did. Through, oh, he he might have thrown a turnover at the end. I'm not sure.
4: He didn't play he didn't a know, really I mean, good game. Cam on, Newton Joey. did everything
13: he could to keep us in that game, and everyone else it seems like, except Gross Matos him. him. Oh, I, he game. played a good game. Brandon Zilstra, uh, the offensive line and the coaching staff, and some of the defense did everything they could to lose us the game. So. That's the story of the Carolina Panthers. Anyway, guys. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> so, by the way, uh, at the
5: press conference, Cam Newton just spoke, and they asked him, like, you know, what do you make of, you know, Matt Rule saying that the passing attack has not been very good? And uh, Cam refused to throw anyone under the bus. Uh, basically, is uh, you know, taking the high road. Doing like Cam Newton always always does. does. Yeah, doing like Cam Newton always does, always will do. And um, I don't know. I just, you know, and again, I'm doing the post game show right here. So I'm not like listening to like all the questions being asked. But man, like, I I really wish. Did y'all see a few weeks ago when one of the Buffalo Bills reporters was talking to two of the Buffalo Bills and they asked a question and it pissed them off? Did anybody see that? Like yes, like,
4: yes, it was about how they got ran over by the New England Patriots.
5: Yeah, and to ask like, something along the lines, do you feel
4: like embarrassed that you, yeah, like got beat up at a historic rate? And,
5: and I mean. by, by the way, is that an unfair question?
4: Not at all. Yeah. No. I mean it's kind of like a dick question, but it's yeah, a big question, like, but it's not unfair.
5: Dude, I'm a dick. I don't give a fuck. Like if I'm that if I'm that reporter, I want to ask questions that tell me that you care about this. Uh, like I would be the Matt Rule, uh Matt, with this offensive line underperforming uh as bad as it is. At at what point do you think a guy like Brady Christensen or Deontay Brown might see some reps in the lineup? And just, like, he could try and clown me or say something dumb or say that my question is bad, whatever. I, I'm still going to get that answer from him. I'm going to see what kind of emotion that invokes from him. Like, I want our, our, our Panthers no, media.
4: Actually, I think that's – I don't think that's a dick question. I think that's a legitimate question at this point. When you look at one of the worst like – like, this offensive line is so offensive. It's like historically offensive, right? And we've watched some really bad offensive lines as Carolina Panther fans. So people coming out and saying this is the worst offensive line we've ever seen and you don't really can't really argue with them. You know what I'm saying? Like there is a question at that point is this is that why are we not playing those other guys and not why are we not even playing those other guys? If they are not better than these motherfuckers, why did you draft them? You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, yeah. like, I mean, we're looking at the worst of the worst people. Yeah, and you're trying to tell me, oh, the other guys they're not ready. Like, well, how could they not be more ready than this?
2: Yeah. Well, it's yeah. it's hard to listen to somebody make the argument like that, that that he doesn't have Matt Rule doesn't have the players to 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 you know be successful because he put those players in that position. And if you're going to make that argument, Matt Rule doesn't have it, then you can make the same argument Cam Newton doesn't have it.
4: And, ding ding you know, ding. That's why he's going to be fired because he the people that want to keep him for another year is, look, I understand like the the fear of like you committed to something and then you didn't give it enough run to really find out. But we're not overreacting at this point. No, we're not overreacting is like Matt Rule created this reaction. He set up the opportunity for us to be in the building process and they did not build. That's the thing is that like last year, if you say, oh, he turned around the defense, this and that, he did not work to turn the offense around in a similar get young, get fast type mentality, right? He tried to do something different outside of his comfort zone or maybe not out. I don't know, but that's the whole point. The whole point is he's not a good builder. He is a fraud of a contractor.
2: Well, The more more eye-opening part about that is he did focus on the defense, which is fine if you do that and decide to go with that, but it's not been successful. So obviously he messed up on it.
5: And by the way, so today, you know, now he takes every opportunity to take pot shots at Cam Newton being bad at his job opposed to Matt Rule being bad at his job. How about this? Panthers had 227 yards of offense today. But 275 net yards. That means Cam Newton was responsible for their two touchdowns and one of their two point plays. He was relentlessly under pressure all day, and yet still Matt Rule wants to throw him under the bus.
4: Again, and I'm not. This is have we not put oh, look? I know we haven't won games since Cam came, but have we not be been more offensively potent? Than we, or productive than we were before. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, is like we've scored more points with Cam
2: Newton behind center than we did with the other guys before him. Yeah, we went like nine quarters without a touchdown before he came back. I know, right? and then the first game yeah. back with three touchdowns.
4: And I know he <laughs> threw a pick six. And it's not like trying to say Cam Newton is the answer, this and that. What I'm trying to tell you is this: is that the problems are bigger than quarterback. They're bigger than the quarterback. Imagine if
2: he had just one and a half more seconds, two more seconds behind the line. To get the imagine
4: line. Mm, imagine if we had a guard who was not as bad as John Miller. He's the worst in the history.
14: Hey, guys. Hold on.
4: Hold on. No. All right. Next call. Let's go to some calls. I'm pissed. Hey, listen. I can't uh, deal with it.
3: I see it on Twitter. I see it. I see it on C3 chat. I see it everywhere. People scream, but replace the quarterback. We need a better
14: quarterback. Hey, wake up, you fucking morons. God damn, motherfucker. Can't you people see fucking nothing? It don't yeah. matter if you have Tom Brady or a young Peyton Manny or even uh uh Joe Thomas. It doesn't fucking matter the fucking quarterback you got as long as this offensive line and now we're all on who they are. You suck. And you're not gonna be any fucking good. It's like no it do freaking matter who you put a quarterback or a running back or your offense or your defense or your wide receivers or your tight ends or your even your offensive coordinator or head coach. Till you replace that offensive line you suck.
2: I like it. And
14: right now, right now, the they suck. <laughs> 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 he hired him he paid him he got them all on there that's his offensive line that's and nobody saying.
3: else's
5: tell them can
3: hey y'all have a great day and enjoy yourself
4: that's the end. <laughs> i love how we ended it uh. He, t- he channeled uh, his energy, baby, which he hates. He hates I some love G it, energy.
5: man. Hey, Kenneth brought the heat, man. And he's right, man. He's right. He's 100% he's right. right. He's 100% right. 1,000% right.
2: Twice
4: the reason, problem about this is when people say we should keep Matt Rule for another year is I want to I want to be a team that has enough faith in the people that they brought in to give them that leeway that leash but I'm I agree with Kenneth right there is like Matt Rule created this bed though that we are in there's no one to blame it on but him so much that do you believe that Scott Fitterer should be associated with how bad we are and I feel like most people are like, no. Like, he kind of walked into something. He probably had to count down to Matt Rule a little bit.
5: Yeah. Do you know what it is about Federer? It's like now, going forward, he has more doubts than he has people believing in him. Like, sure. you know, the fact that he's a first-year GM, like, we're, we're stuck in a rock and a hard place because it's like we haven't really seen a whole lot of him to know whether or not he's truly worth being fired. But you can say that, hey, we had that inclination about Matt Rule too, and look how true that ended up being. So it's like, man, if we have an inclination that Scott Fitterer is not the GM that we think he is, then yeah, maybe we should cut the cord cord you know, sooner rather than later. The problem is, like it always is, is David Tepper going to be able to swallow his ego enough to admit that not only was his head coaching hire the wrong move? You already fired Joe Brady, uh, but now you're going to do the same thing oh, it's all with over. Scott Federer? It's like, is he going to say, "Okay, and the GM that I just hired, I'm now kicking him nah, to the curb"? Like, it's not happening.
4: You can't. Um, I don't know. Is that you, then you shouldn't have hired him in the first place? How about that? Is that you yeah. should not have hired Scott Fitter. And I, I do really believe that um, Tepper is trying to play people against each other a little bit. Sure. And what I mean by, like, when he brought in Fitter as, like, a counterbalance to rule. And remember, he's like, all three of us, I'm the tiebreaker. Remember he said that? As he said, I'm the tiebreaker between these two guys or whatever. I do think I don't think that Matt Rule was particularly over ecstatic about Scott Fitterer's hire. Like he didn't come out just glowing and glowing about how he. It was a reluctant discussion. Or Cam
5: Newton too. Same thing.
4: I don't know. Actually, I think
2: I think that he knew Cam Newton was his out. Well, so the question is then: Are we are we saying that like certain people? Are making certain decisions like there's not one group of people in control it's a bunch of different people that are making different decisions against yes, each other it's, it's like, like a- the star wars movies you put different it's directors in well but tony thing. tony you, you said you you've
5: get- been watching i have uh i know tony has greg i don't know if you've seen it yet have you seen the show succession
4: no yes
5: yeah to me it's kind of like that where everyone's fighting to prove that they have the biggest brain where everyone's like oh no we can do this 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 and this Everybody's trying to ease up on Daddy Tepper and get into good graces. But I feel like Matt Ruhle, uh has had things pushed on to him. I feel like you're right, Tony. I feel like Scott Fitterer was probably pushed on to him. But again, far be it from Matt Rule to ta- to tell David Tepper anything. Uh, and then I also think that Cam Newton coming back was a Dave Tepper thing. Because Matt Rule and Phil Snow were the ones that said, oh, he has... Sam Darnold has, uh, uh, who, who was it, uh, Matthew Stafford in him? He makes this Matthew Stafford kind that of play. That was place.
4: Phil Snow that said that. No,
5: no, but, okay, but Matt Rule co-signed it. We heard that snort, that story from Matt Rule. So if, if they thought I that think that's Sam a ruled
4: was, decision.
5: that was a Rule decision, yeah, that's who he hooked his chain to, and then Cam Newton was forced onto him. And now it means absolutely nothing for him to come out and say, oh, yeah, Cam Newton's holding the ball too long. That's the problem with the offense. Cam Newton holding the ball too long. Yeah, maybe he has to. It's so dumb, man. There's no leadership experience from this man at all. Literally at all.
4: All right, let's go to the next call. Give Matt roll one more
14: year. Pepper gave him a seven-year contract for a reason. I mean, he needs more time, but Cam has to go. We need Matt Corral.
6: Ugh.
14: Was that the whole call?
4: That's uh sure. Re- Yeah, that no. wasn't
5: no that wasn't Noah. That must have been a different kid than
4: uh, that was different Yeah, we appreciate it though. That wasn't a kid. He was I mean, he was a little but here's the thing is this is that we're gonna the one all right. So, imagine that. Imagine we give Rule another year.
5: Because it is.
4: We give Matt Rule another year, and then we bring in a rookie quarterback. Imagine us going whatever that it's going to be and be awful. Right? I mean, you're not going to start the rookie. What do you, I mean, maybe you do. And then it's not going to be good if you start the rookie, unless he's like the best rookie ever. But imagine um, having a coach who gets fired next year be the guy that picked your quarterback the year before him. So you bring in a head coach and arguably maybe a new GM by that point, which would be scary. But still, is imagine reconstituting all of that and spending your top draft pick on the quarterback that you might not love. That's what I I think the the continuity of the decision making process is important, and I think that's why we continue to emphasize on this podcast why you should uh, bring in the GM first. You bring in the GM who selects the coach, and then those people are tethered together, yes. right? But now what we're going to do is this: is what What are we going to do? We're going to keep Matt Rule for another year, where he's his firing is kind of conditional on like crazy success like if he goes if he won if he wins six games next year are you gonna be like oh we should keep Matt rule you know I'm saying like what what would be the number that would make you all of a sudden confident in Matt rule then he drafted your next quarterback and then I'm like it's so So, it's the the ass words way of building you should not give a guy who's gonna be fired the next year the guy that's going to pick your future quarterback. yeah, Who's missed and, all three quarterbacks already.
5: And Tony, one of the only you know things that I hear uh, about maybe keeping Matt Rule for a third year is that Ron Rivera got a third year. That 2011 and 2012 were kind of bad seasons Not for terrible. Ron Rivera.
4: Bad comparison.
5: Yeah, a terrible comparison because at least you saw signs of life.
4: And you had a number one picking a quarterback. A number yeah. one pick and a quarterback and he your rookie, offensive
5: rookie of the year.
4: And so, yeah, and he was your your pick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you came in together. It was kind of like uh, Ron Re- and Cam Newton saved Ron Rivera's job so many times. And I'm not saying that I, I love Ron Rivera. I, and I still think Ron Rivera, Ron Rivera is a better coach than Matt Rule all day long.
5: Not even in the same stratosphere.
4: But what I'm trying to say is this: is that the it's kind of like what we learned with Arizona to a certain degree is that whether or not Cliff Kingsbury is a great coach or a bad coach or a good coach, is that they brought both of these guys in. He made the Kyler Murray pick, and he live and he's going to live and die with it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like. It just makes sense, or like in the building perspective. Anyway, let's go to the next one. Chickens are climbing the
2: fence. Yeah, they were. <laughs> Why is this so quiet?
5: That's me. I hear myself.
14: Can you hear me? Yes,
4: that's not you.
14: Yes, it is.
4: Is it?
5: That's my fucking voice. Wow, it
4: is. I know
5: my voice. I literally just said that. Did you call in? No, I didn't call in.
2: Did you, butt, that. did you butt dial the... He uh,
6: is
4: calling in and recording you. I mean, I'm
5: kind of on the show, you know?
4: Maybe there's a good impression. Right. No, it's not. I've never heard your voice. Look. all of
11: the fucking garbage pale kid. Trash.
6: Straight trash.
4: He's sad. That's rough. He might be drunk than I am. he's in a
15: tough place, right, now to people. Um, And we know something's wrong. this is
4: all right it's like, it. two, it's like yeah. two people talking hey, hey. To each other.
5: it's like they didn't <laughs> even know they were on the cat call i
4: know i can't even tell like i, 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 I am mean,
5: like josh from mass
15: that's what i thought too next call hey malcolm flex here yeah. there were actually a couple of shows that i didn't even um you know get my name on what's malcolm, up? What's up, bro? This, is, this is officially team building and coaching hell Like, to be honest, there were so many spots where I saw just the offensive line basically being a turnstile. You know, you got just pass rushers, just like several of them coming through. Quarterback never can set his feet at any moment during this game. And I'm just kind of thinking to myself, like, Jesus Christ, is this the worst offensive line in the league or is this the worst offensive line in the league? Like, there's not even a pass or a run identity, which is all the good line. Like, it's just bad at blocking in general. Maybe mm-hmm. you got situations like the whole, uh, fourth and, <laughs> that whole fourth and one where, again, why do you call a screen when you've literally got the best short yardage player in Cam Newton that can, at the very least, fall forward for a single yard? Like, why do you do that? You know, Camp expression that was all of us, and what really gets me is that all of the media and the hot take artists on social media were just like jacking it up at that throw, which is actually a smart football move for him to completely just throw it away from Robbie Anderson, because otherwise that's a pick six. But mm-hmm. it just kind of tells you what the narrative is, and you know people are looking for people are looking for this Carolina Panthers team to fail, and for Cam Newton to fail, and Matt Rule. In that press conference, man, I feel yeah. like he senses that. Like, I think he reads social media, and he knows that if he can just point the blame on Cam, he can kind of save himself, possibly. But the kicking situation, like you don't even have an emergency kicker designated. The punter unable to even kick, uh, you know, place kick. Like yeah. what's going on, guys? Like this team is awful. Like, make no mistake. And it's not even because of talent. It's just because of where you've got pieces and how you're sitting up here putting them. And yet, we're sitting up here expecting Newton to come in when, you know, you've got a fourth-down pass that's getting batted down because you've got that guard literally like three uh, three yards into the backfield. I don't know what to say. I really don't. But, you know, at this point, if this doesn't get Matt Rule fired, I don't know what else will because the team today looks –
5: Mm. We did, man. Malcolm, fantastic call, brother. Making all
2: good points. Yeah,
5: every every single point that you made was incredible. And I'll add on to that, man. You mentioned the press conferences. How do you inspire any faith in your football team when they know that when you underperform, your head coach is willing to throw you all the way under Under the the bus bus. in order to save his own ass? Mm -hmm. How does that make people want to play for you? How does that build up a winning culture where people feel like everyone's on the same page? If you're the head coach, you're in, you are the face of the football team. You're responsible for every single thing that you see on the field and you can't go out there and say, yeah, we're just not a well-coached football team. He made a great point too, about how we don't have a designated kicker as a back for a a backup designated kicker. Like what NFL team, isn't prepared for their starting kicker to go down. Like uh, We don't even have the punter able to make kicks for us. It is 100% mismanagement. We are a bad coached football team. We're bad situationally. We're bad on the offensive line. We're bad on third downs. We're just bad everywhere. And it's 100% on Matt Rule. And you're not going to hear that. Let's talk about
4: what? Is good, right? Call in and tell us what is good. What is good about this team? What constitutes uh confidence in this team? What constitutes another season for Matt Rule? And that is where I continue to stand where people are like, Oh, don't be too pessimistic too early. I'm not pessimistic at this point, is I'm trying to find optimism. Give me a point on this team. Where things are heading the right direction, and I can't find it. The number is 252-228-5098. two two eight fifty ninety eight. Let's go to the next call. What's
1: going on, guys? My name is Ross. Um, What's up, Ross? Yeah, just it's another one of those weeks. Yeah, just still the O line, still the same issue. Hey, at least DJ had a nice catch though. Um, and I mean, Cam, I think Cam played well. You know, he did his best. He still looks like he can ball as long as he can have somebody around him to help him. It just gets aggravating watching the same game over and over again. It's tough. Like what? Third season in a row we're gonna go five and 11, 5 and twelve now with that game. I mean, <laughs> that's a good
4: that's point. I'm just watching. Mm-hmm. It's like groundhog uh, day. Take care,
1: guys. I uh, love your show. And bye.
4: We did and- not need a lot more wins. That's this is the thing. Is I didn't need more wins for the people that continue to tell me that Matt rule is a builder of things. I did not need to see this Carolina Panthers team win more games than they are winning right now. You know, six, seven, I would have been happy. Yeah, sure. I would have liked two more, but at the end of the day, the problem that has persisted for the Carolina Panthers for more than a decade has been the offensive line. And it has gotten worse like imagine telling a carolina panthers fan in 2018 that your offensive line was going to be worse than it is today try and tell a carolina panthers fan in 2019 that your offensive line will be worse tomorrow Mm -hmm. jesus christ that's like telling what how do what is that doing that's like telling an autistic kid I don't know. I don't know. Like what? Like what is the equivalent of dashing someone's hopes?
5: Uh, it's like uh, I don't know. Like telling I'm starving,
4: I told you I was drunk.
5: Telling a starving <laughs> person to come get some food at ten in the morning, but then they come to get the food and they're like, "Oh, we, we, we ran out. We don't have any more. You have to come by tomorrow morning." <laughs> and it's the same thing all the time. By the way, shout out to one of the best. C3 Panther fans that there is Roosevelt Mongo for the $10. You know we love you, Roosevelt. He says Panthers are missing a huge opportunity in rebuilding. Brady and Ryan will retire soon, and New Orleans will be looking for the future quarterback. What a fantastic point, Roosevelt, that at a moment in time where outside of Tampa Bay, you have two of our biggest division rivals, Having an uncertain future, ha- not having a you know good offensive lines and quarterbacks and injuries, they're you know meandering around the same record as us, and the Panthers can't get out of their own fucking way, man. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's even more of a shout out to Ron Rivera, missed opportunity, dude. It's terrible.
4: The fact that the Carolina Panthers have not drafted an offensive lineman in any of the first rounds over the past few years is ridiculous. I mean, I like, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm not going to back down. What do you say? You will die on that Hill. Cody. Oh yeah. Right. You will die. I will die on this Hill. No matter how good JC Horn and Derek Brown turn out to be. I don't care if they turn out to be the golden jacket players, of whatever right hall of fame to the nth degree is that it will not matter for the Carolina Panthers as long as they cannot run the ball effectively or protect the quarterback at all, all right you know i mean it just won't matter jc horn could be the best corner in the history of football but if we have a shit offensive line it will not matter for the carolina panthers i have adopted i am a donald trump Backer now. Oh, Lord, don't say that. When it comes to football, (laughs) oh, when it comes to football, and when it comes to his policy of four, well, like, uh, what our borders build that wall, bro. Build it. We haven't tried. We haven't tried. We'll be like, oh, you crossed over our borders and you didn't even like put a they didn't put nothing out there
5: <laughs> how about this russian defenders are like the border hoppers coming over to dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude i have I've, i don't know how many other ways to say it like i feel like if you were to give any random person a gm test like if you were a gm what would be the first ways that you would go about rebuilding a bad football team and tony isn't it like common knowledge like fundamentals. That. It's the tell fundamentals. Me, tell me if I'm wrong. Like, dude, isn't it the the most basic way to build a football team is the offensive line, the defensive line, and the quarterback position? Like that—that's one hundred and one. How do you so neglect your offensive line? Not just one year, not just two years, but Ten years. for years
6: mm. as a time.
2: One, like it's not even there. Day. Like, 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 I haven't noticed it being a problem. It's, at, at a
4: it's too little, too late every time, man. And look, Gettleman fucked us on this. As Gettleman talked a big talk and didn't walk his talk, and he was the one that reacted to everything. He said, "Use free agency to set up the draft," and then he tried to do that, and then he released that. Remember when it all started with the Josh Norman joint? When he rescinded the franchise tag and then drafted all these corners, like he did the opposite of what he said. Then he'd be like, Oh, it's all about hog mollies or whatever. And he didn't do it. And then on top of that, he goes and drafts Christian McCaffrey. It's too late. He starts trying to draft draft offensive weapons while it's too late. And now we're just reacting to everything, man. We have not drafted an offensive lineman in the first round since i have been doing this podcast i'm pretty sure right
5: yeah, i started dude, doing I, this
4: podcast in 2013 bro I haven't missed a tuesday tell me the first round draft pick that was an offensive lineman i might be wrong i'm
2: trying i think the there was one round? but i'm trying to th- i'm trying to think
4: first round uh, no the most no, he did no, was uh no. little moten and look, little, and little this, what I
2: was thinking. He wasn't first round though. No, since no. I
5: have been, since I have been a fan of the Panthers, they have not drafted an O lineman in the first round.
4: And here's the thing that was all right. So okay, you go. Well, we're going to spend our money in free agency. The most we ever spent on a free agent on the offensive line was Matt Khalil
2: it's hard to build the offensive line free agency sucked,
4: sucked though yeah. you you cannot pay a, another thing i've learned this and paradise was another example of this is you don't pay free agents who are coming off an injury yeah you and, know because you expect the rehab to be perfect and yes they are getting better they're going to be able to play they're ready for the field but they ain't what they used to be right don't pay a motherfucker coming
2: off of a surgery right. don't i mean it's also really hard to rebuild to build an offensive line through free agency because you know good offensive linemen are so few and far between most of the time there's not a good one that's a free agent and if somebody's getting rid of one there's a reason they're getting rid of them you know yeah yeah you're if, right.
5: if, right. if you're going to try yeah yeah well, 100 if you're going to try and build your offensive line through free agency most good offensive linemen, if you're a football team, you don't let those good offensive exactly. linemen leave and, and go and sign other players. Why would
4: you? you let me uh, did, did you hear our, our, our Scott Fetterer said this? They asked him, like, why aren't you trading for offensive linemen? He's like, nobody wants to let him go. Of course they, won't, they don't want to mm-hmm. let him go. Right, you have to draft him. That, you got to pay yep. Kim Irving money. And he sucks.
5: Ryan Khalil. I mean, dude, can we talk about this? Like, you know, people were online talking. People were talking about is Cam Irving worse than Byron Bell? Yes.
6: Yes. The answer is yes. How how
5: about this? How about this? The, The fact that we have three left tackles that are in the Panthers Hall of Fame for dog shit left tackles, Byron Bell, Cam Irving, and Matt Khalil. Can all fucking? They
4: were all turnstiles. I think I no. You know what? And what's funny about this is I used to talk the most shit about Byron Bell ever. But I think Byron Bell's better than those other two guys assholes you mentioned.
5: Yeah. Well, Jeff. Otos, I think he's please. the least
4: worst out of all of them, and that is a <laughs> that is the worst fucking thing. This. How about that, Matt Khalil? And fuck that. Matt Khalil fucked us, man. Not only did he, like, make a fool of us, he took our money, too. That shit was the worst. He's the worst out of all of them, I think. I think he's worse than Cam Irving.
5: The fact that we signed him to so much.
4: Yes. We Uh. ended up
5: having to pay for him for so long. Yeah, that was a bad one.
4: It's like, they feel like The only thing about Cam Irving, man, is fuck that. You know what? It's not his fault. It should be Matt Rule's fault for not putting somebody else in other than him right now. Yeah. Come yeah. on. I mean, what the hell? You just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. It looks so bad, Cody. Captain like, Sabo. The whole offensive line just collapsed. It's like everybody on the offense, even Cam Newton, expects it to be terrible.
5: Hey, I, I call Matt Rule Captain Sabo because that's always what he's trying to do. You hit the nail on the head, Tony, that like, he's trying to take these athletic guys that never quite panned out and, and try and build them up into something because that's what you had to do at Temple and Baylor. Well, that dumb shit don't work in the NFL. Right. You don't
4: that's have not to do not how it is. And you don't have to do it in the NFL. You can just
5: get the yeah. players. But he wouldn't know because he doesn't know the difference between coaching an NFL team and a college team. All he right. thinks they're largely Bingo. the same.
2: Bingo.
4: Nope. Let's see if uh, this call is different or the same.
7: Hey, guys. Chad down here in Charleston. Um, What's I'm, up, Chad? i listening to the podcast that minute. I've been call in, in a while and understanding uh, everyone wants Matt Rule, but I do not agree with that. I'm questioning why there's not enough blame to go around for Scott Fitterer. Um, I honestly no, think this he moved draft. Terrible draft. Let alone other moves. But uh if you just look at the draft, guys we could have taken, uh round one we obviously know JC could be a great player, JC Horn, but Pat Surtain, stud. Quarterback, Justin Fields could have got Micah Parsons, who's maybe the best linebacker in football already. Yep. Rashon Splater. Slater.
15: that's so just round
7: one though. What what bothered me is this whole narrative um that we should trade back to get players. Round two is the more painful one to look at. So between we were sitting at I believe it was pick 39, and we traded back to 57, okay, to take Terrence Marshall. correct. And I traded back to 59, take Terrence Marshall. Between those picks, we traded back to take wide receiver in round two. Between those two picks, the so 39 and 59, there was one. So there was uh, Dylan that to the Tennessee Titans. Tim mm-hmm. Cosney, the tech, uh, I'm sorry, to Washington. There's two offensive tackles. A guard, Aaron Banks to the 49ers. Guard, Jackson Carmen Cincinnati. Walker Little, offensive tackle, Jacksonville. Liam Eikenberg, offensive tackle to Miami. And the Bears took Kevin Jenkins, offensive tackle.
6: <clears throat> that. Yeah. That
7: and lineman went between those two picks and we took Terrace Marshall who, you know, regardless of potential, you're looking at need, you're looking at guys that can play early. We passed on that many guys. So I I think Fitterer. I think our draft was terrible looking back. I mean, I just nothing against JC. I think he could play, but you know, the guys we could have taken then second round we botched terribly. Just stay at that pick, take the top offensive tackle. Obviously we take Christensen in third round um but again why not double up there i just think we handled the whole thing and the running back later in the draft was terrible as well so um not to mention some of the guys we passed up on so just just curious why fitter is not getting more blame he to me has not had a good start um specifically with the draft which i think was a complete bust So, i'm uh, glad to hear your thoughts thanks
2: hey, uh, yeah you- i mean go ahead man Oh, I was just going to say, um, the thing is, it's really easy to say all that stuff in hindsight with the knowledge we have now with the draft. Uh, I, I'm not disagreeing with him that we had that didn't have a good draft. I would have preferred a different player, different players in a lot of uh, positions we were in. But it's easy to look back after you've seen the production the players have now and say, oh, we could have had this person, could have had this person, and we didn't, and we screwed up. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just, I, I think Fitterer, he does, he's definitely not free of any blame. I'm not saying that at all, but I, you could say the players that he have could possibly perform differently if they had better coaching. Maybe true. Um, it's an argument you can make. I'm not, I'm not there, so I can't really say anything, but it just seems like I'm. if I'm making the argument for the coaching, I, I would still put that more on coaching. We drafted good players. You know, nobody we drafted would really bust. I don't think uh, the positions we took them in, it's just, you know, it's his first, it was his first draft with us, right?
5: Uh, yeah, that was his first draft yeah, with us. Draft, and, so, uh, um, I mean, listen, Federer definitely deserves a lot of the blame here. He's definitely not absolved of any of the blame. Yeah, I don't know about a lot,
2: but he's definitely not free of blame.
5: And, yeah. like, my thing is this, to your point, like, you know, and I feel like we always say this whenever we bring it up, but two things can be true at the same time. J.C. Horn can go on to be a shutdown corner that, you know, terrorizes quarterbacks for the next decade right fine that could totally be a possibility but it could also still be that even in spite of that that we potentially missed on what might be going down the road a franchise quarterback what we definitely have evidence for is a franchise left tackle in Rashawn Slater or how about this a uh uh, a defense changing linebacker like Michael Parsons you know, who is burning up the NFL right now after we passed on Luke Keekley. You know, there are a bunch of players that we could have drafted that seemingly would have been a better fit for the Panthers and would have helped us out this year. But then again, like even when we go back to, oh, we should have drafted this player or that player, we don't even know that they would have been successful here. Rashawn Slater had the short arm syndrome too. Mm -hmm. What was the guarantee that we didn't draft Rashawn Slater just for us to kick him inside that guard? Mm. Now, granted, I still think we would have a pretty badass guard even if he did play guard for us. But the fact that it stays the same, like you're missing out on a franchise left tackle because you think that their arms are too short. And you know that's what moved him off the board for us out of consideration with our first round pick. They didn't like his arm length. No, good I don't think anything.
4: that. Uh, I don't think that Matt Rule. I, I don't think Scott Fenner had full control over the organization when that's he, the other thing. Yeah, and you know, I, I'm ready to give some blame to him too. You know, what I'm saying like I think Greg, you said it very it was very eloquent, articulate when you said like it's not. And I can't repeat it, but basically, it's not all on him. Like he's got some blame, but mm-hmm. it's not on. It. I think that this is Matt Rule's team. Yeah, okay. and I think that, that free agency and the drafts, I, I like. Eh, I like. I would put more fingerprints on them to Matt Rule. So whether or not it's good or bad or right or wrong, like he's going to reap in the rewards and he's going to soak in the failures as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, is that yeah? I always wonder if he's too scared to pick. Sometimes I wonder do you, when you pick a Derrick Brown or you pick uh, uh, who did we pick this year, uh, JC Horn, are you too is scared the, to pick to gamble? Yeah, Matt, you know, like, gambling either like, way, like, are you like you know, what is like, you know, mm-hmm. I wasn't ready to put my bet down on a large one, so I'm just gonna go red or black. Yeah, you know, makes me a good way to good put it. Yeah, you know, like is that like is a less odds of losing? All right, let's go to the next call.
13: My ooh, is a bum 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 bum? Oh God, this was his first call. Why the fuck do we look so <laughs> dumb 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 dumb? <laughs>
4: this is such a good call. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. That's Joey, the Bond Panther. That's that's a good one. That's a good one. Next Fantastic.
5: call. Hey, hon, wait, wait, wait before you play it. Before you play it, uh, we don't have we don't have the silky. There
4: is CK by the I way? I don't know.
5: We don't have the silky smooth stylings of CK on the podcast right now. But look, there's 188 people watching, 94 thumbs up you know that you've at least had just as much, if not more fun, watching this podcast, watching us get upset, watching us bicker back and forth about the problems with this team. You have had just as much fun watching us as you have watching the Carolina Panthers, what, the past five weeks in a row. Hit the thumbs up. That's all we ask for. Hit the thumbs up. Uh, Hit the like and subscribe. We're on the road to 4,000 subscribers. Help us get there. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Help us get to, you know, continue to grow. C3 Panther Nation, man. We're going to continue to pump out the content. We're here all year round. So even when the Panthers are gone, our beautiful faces will still be here to entertain.
4: Don't be a bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Hit the. Tommy, <laughs> all right, next call. Good lord! Hard. <laughs> not as bad. The worst in the history. Hey guys, hey. Hey. Uh, uh, all right, next call. Let's
15: go. i
14: Hey,
4: listen. Who is calling? Am I yeah. calling? Yeah. No,
5: I someone, know. someone is calling the show, and they're recording the show in the message. Like wow. that was you. That was you. You were just listening. I sounded
4: like it. All right. Yeah. I yeah. Think, uh, let's hope this is uh not the same hey one. Hey
13: guys, it's Joey for a third time. Uh, I just want to talk about Scott Fitterer, and Scott Fitterer is the only reason why I could see, no pun intended, keeping that rule for another year. And here's why.
6: Hmm. Because. Okay. you dumb, dumb. That we oh, have sorry.
13: Fixed this like disaster that has been created i mean we don't have many draft picks i mean we've got like we don't have that much money like we're not going to be that good next year anyway so what you do is you you keep matt rule and you allow and you and you like allow scott Fitter this off off season to make no you know to show what he's made of and then you and then like you go in the next year with Matt rule and you have two scenarios. One, Matt rule has his third year magic. And I mean, that's that. I mean, and then number two is Matt rule just is Matt rule. And he sucks and he's a tool and he's a fool and he is.
4: And it's another is cool year to the toilet, learn and, the same thing we knew, you know,
13: he's a living meme and he needs to go and, He'll probably go during the season next year if he plays like this, and so it's Scott Fitterer. And then you could do it the right way and get a GM and a coach at the same time. But, I mean, who am I to talk to Tybert doesn't know shit?
4: I disagree anyway, with guys. this entirely. Wow, 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 wow. I disagree with uh, Joey 100% on this, is that I just don't think that trying to find out who Fitterer is next year with a coach you don't believe in is the way to figure it out. And what I mean by that is, is like ultimately is that what happens if Matt rule puts together a team that's just okay. Mm -hmm. And then you try and then you fire him the next year, this and that I want to have belief. I want to have confidence in the person that is leading me. And I think that this is that right now I just don't feel uh, I don't feel any way where next year like what he would have to go like what would what would Matt rule have to do in 2022 to make you feel like very confident? I would think this is that he's going to have to find an answer at offensive line and quarterback and create like a 10 win season. Yeah, that's a lot. There's for me. like. Yeah. Three things, and that's impossible. All oh. three things? That's a I have I have, of-
5: to, I have to see them maintain I'm momentum. Out of here, man. I yeah. have to see them maintain some level of momentum because every year, and, like, dude, think about how maintain, we're going to create.
4: where Maintain, well, No, we're, but, saying, we're no, but that, okay.
5: You know, we started out 3-0, and right? But we all agreed that was when football matters the least. But if we start out next year, Like, imagine this, right? Imagine the Panthers go 4-0, 5-0 next season. Like, we're all going to have it in the back of our heads. Wait a minute, dude. I've fucking seen this show before. Like, I know how this ends. I've been to this movie theater before. If you're not ever, you know, if you're going to continue to build up our hopes. And then, listen, they don't just let us down gently. When the Panthers shit the bed... Dude, they shit all over the place, man. It's one of the most terrible falling-off-a-cliff acts in football that you could ever see, man. It's like zero to 100 is what Mm -hmm. the Panthers are. Mm -hmm. So, like, next year, God, we would have to see so much, Tony. We would have to, one, know, like, around this time of the season, we would have to know that we are very much in contention to win the NFC South I'm not even wild card anymore. Even if you're in the wild card contention, that's not enough for me. I want us to be in contention to win the NFC South. Yeah. Uh, and we have that's to have an most, offense. That's
4: the fair shit ever. That's not going to happen, bro. It's not, Mine. but but
2: you asked what we had the to have. In the <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Like, like, why do we even have to wait for that? That's not going to happen. And I agree, and that's why I disagree with Joey on this call too. I'm with you, Tony, because the thing is, he, the, his mindset that he has is you have every time you hire a new head coach, you have to hire a new GM. Like he's he's linking the GM and the head coach together. They have to be, but it's not. It doesn't have to happen. Ideally, that would be a good idea, but it doesn't have to happen like that for things to work. You know,
14: right? They just have to be on the same right. page.
2: They have to want the same thing that's the thing it's like I said Star Wars different directors different visions see what happened you know
5: yeah I mean what would you need to see Tony because like to me I, I I'm not the the minimum is not enough anymore I don't want like we have to be looking to be well above 500 next year anything that's even remotely close to mediocrity I want no part of it I want no part of it so we would have to be like I said for me, in contention to win the NFC South. And we have to have an offense that we can depend on on third down to run the football or pass the football.
4: See, here's the thing, uh, and this is why I know I'm ready to fire Matt Rule right away, right now, is because what I need to see is not victories. I didn't need to see wins this year. Everybody has come at me and been like, you're too hard on Matt rule. You're too hard. You're too hard. But people have been coming at me. I did not need us to win more than five games this year. I didn't. It wasn't the W's. It was the direction.
2: Yo, Bridgewater, he's not moving.
4: It's the direction of the offensive line and the quarterback positions. And we have not come any closer to answering those questions. That's what I'm saying. Like, is that – like, it doesn't matter. All right, so if we win seven games next year in the offensive line, the offensive line and the quarterback positions will not and cannot be answered next year. I'm sorry. Like, I mean, and and if you do answer it, it will be the most magician-ass job I've ever heard of in my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you go – if the Panthers' offensive line – is good next year that would be the greatest turnaround in the history of the world it would be the greatest turnaround and then hey, uh, you got to do the quarterback and wins go ahead go
5: ahead. no greg are
4: you still here i think he, had, well, he he peaced out did what happened to bridgewater
5: i don't know that's what i'm trying to find out he made it seem mm-hmm. like it was like terrible I'll try and I'll try and peruse and and, and find but out. that's
4: my thing with Matt rule is that look as I wanted to I want to be an incrementally getting better guy like you know what I'm saying like I didn't need Matt rule to do something significantly awesome this year for me to want him to be my coach next year the problem is is like you neglected the, you neglect the two debate most basic things of your philosophy like you want to be a run team and you can't, you don't have an offensive line at all. Yeah, you ain't draft no offensive line. and and then you don't play the ones you draft drafted. That's the thing yeah. is this, and today is a good example of this. Is John Miller is terrible. Yeah, he's fucking the most horrendous guard in the history of Panthers, and I don't like to say that because I'm just. A fucking blogger you know you know like you know what the fuck do i do but at the same time is that why do you keep putting those horrendous ass players in horrendous positions and at what point do we continue like how how am i being the asshole for saying that we don't want to keep doing that That's what I keep saying, folks. For the people that want to give Matt Rule a third year, call into the C3 Panthers podcast. The number is 252-228-5098 and tell me, give me one reason. Give me one reason why Matt Rule should be the head coach in 2023. Because I go back to where Ron Rivera was in 2012, and I could give you reasons. I could give you strong Decembers. I could give you the grittiness that they play with. I could do the lack of personnel. But right now, I think Matt Rule is the number one problem with the Carolina Panthers. And that is something for a guy who usually tries to not blame it on the coaches. Next call, 252-228-5098. Hey, this is Kevin
11: from Charleston.
4: That's the one we just heard. Drinking. Like Tony has been, oh, and no. you
11: know, I know, man, people are buying me shine. He, he he needs to be a bridge to a franchise, Greg a Roman,
4: bro. He can't Eric be
5: enemy, bro. Greg Roman, oh, we he gotta to debate Roman my take
4: or something after this year,
11: to be honest. Write that down, like. We have too many good memories of camp to have him just be a bridge for I know,
4: it's so sad. You know,
11: like, too many good memories. But, yeah, I mean, to me, trade DJ more. He's overrated. Get a first if you can. But, I don't know what else, much to say. No. And he's doing well, but this, Team can't have a well quarterback and all of famer just to be good, you know. I'm watching Hundley for the Ravens, you know, basically play like Lamar Jackson right now, and it's like, wow, how, how can they do that, but we can't. You know, it's just, yeah. Cam needs to go somewhere next year to actually be a good quarterback. Like, when? He went to places where they had Jonathan Taylor. Like, Cam has nothing to work with, so he's not going to be good. He does not have the quick release. You know, there's one thing if he had, you know, the big arm, didn't have the big arm anymore, but saw the quick release. You know, I think it be like Drew Brees or something from those later years, but, you know, fuck it.
4: I want to talk about this comment from Tim Estes. And is there... Have you ever seen a season where there were so many batted balls?
5: Yeah, I mean...
4: ridiculous. It's to the point where it's insane.
5: I mean, okay. Every
4: pass is batted down. So, two
5: things. People do this fallacy all the time that think that just because you're tall... That you shouldn't have batted footballs, dude. Watch any of the big guys: Josh Allen, Cam Newton, Justin Herbert. Everyone gets batted balls, and it has less to do with the height of the quarterback and more to do with defensive coaches know how to train their players. That if you're not going to be able to get home on your rush, get your hands up, affect the throwing lane, try and bat the football down. And people are 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 doing that. They're you know they're learning how to be effective in doing that uh by the way an update uh teddy bridgewater uh they uh he was going for a first down jumped over one of the defenders landed flat on his face and they ended up having to call out the ambulance oh, to man, carry no. him off the field he's uh he, he, it's bad it's, drew Locke is in the game and bridgewater uh i don't know if he was responsive or not but it did not look good like it was motionless
4: never rooting for someone to be hurt in the nfl uh teddy bridgewater definitely not one of my personal favorites of football players but gosh uh we don't want we want him to uh recover swiftly good gosh it's a violent sport man you know it's kind of like uh do you know like um what happened in that thursday night game you know it was the fox Last broadcast. Did you hear about what my man said? Not my man. I hate Jeb Buck.
5: Joe, Joe, yeah, he was like. uh, uh
4: but, but it's the, cold out here, and my yeah. man was having a seizure.
5: So I have the video, but I'm not gonna play. The, like I appreciate no, no. everybody I tagging
4: eye, me. No,
5: I know everybody. I appreciate everybody tagging me on Twitter, that like, showing me the Teddy Bridgewater video. But dude, the YouTube is so crazy now. Even showing something. From an official broadcast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's, it's,
4: we're getting trouble. trouble. But no, we don't want to. Why, man, I think that the Carolina Panthers would be better with Teddy Bridgewater right now. And that's hard on my heart, you know, to say that for somebody who wasn't a Teddy Bridgewater fan. Don't ever want someone to get injured. And man, he's a. Suffered a life-threatening injury on his leg earlier. Yeah, man. Um, So, prayers up, I guess, if that's a thing on the internet. Uh, Let's go to the next call. Yep. Uh, I think we get rid of Cam Newton,
16: give Rule one more
4: year,
0: draft
12: a quarterback with that first pick, and then go all on O-line later picks. And we sign O-line the offseason. And then we develop the quarterback that we draft and probably trade uh, Sam Darnold. And if rule's not good by then, you fire him and get a new coach. Maybe if the enemy is still around or
4: someone else. I Sorry. think that's a. Can't agree with this call for one thing. Yeah. It's got nothing to do with the Cam Newton part. It's to keep him at rule part and then giving him drafting a quarterback. The answer right there was get rid of Cam Newton, draft a quarterback, keep rule and see if he can piece together an offensive line and then fire him the year after. That sounds like a like oh my gosh is I don't know what that sounds like it's like the worst plan the worst plan to give your cheating ass wife that's what it feels like it's like oh i caught my wife sucking you know what but
5: like did, what, didn't that opinion that he just said like didn't that seem like that would have been the most reasonable opinion like uh, you know, if we all thought that Six this ago, season, that would
4: have been fine. Yeah,
5: it's like okay, well, we gotta draft another quarterback and just like everybody makes it so simple. By the way, that was not a popular call with the chat. Uh we got people uh calling the caller blind, but
4: my I thing is like this it's like walking in on your wife sucking another dude off <laughs> and we'll then being not- like, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. let her go hang out with this weekend with these dudes. And prove to her prove something like that she that. doesn't suck them off. I
5: just, I just think that that is it's like there's it, people make it sound so simple. Like, oh yeah, you just you know draft a quarterback, get some old line in free agency.
4: We missed the time you know. We got the quarterback last year, the year before. We, yeah, be we, always, we always
5: we always miss on the opportunity to do it. And we're always doing it when it's too late. And, like, my thing is this dude, it's like, it, it, we are, Greg said this earlier. Not a lot of really good offensive linemen are going to hit free agency because those teams are going to pay those offensive linemen. You don't let good players go on your offensive line. You should always be rebuilding your offensive line. So it, it's, you know, I, I, that doesn't work out to me
4: it doesn't work next call out. the number is 252 228 that's 252 228
1: hey guys what's up this is kpm i uh, just wanted to say thank you guys for all you do really appreciate the stuff you do for the
4: for the nation and uh thank you brother you know Appreciate i
1: hate you, bringing up other stuff outside of a terrible loss but uh we need to start looking forward and uh when we look at this year's draft we start thinking about how much of a mess the front office has put us into um nice. right now we're looking at maybe one pick in the first 104 picks so uh I you guys take on what our front office needs to do to approach this draft especially since we need to address the offensive line also, kind keep of keeps going for notable free agents with
4: just under uh, 30 mil cap space. Well, all right. So, uh, great call. And, uh, thank you for calling in. And, uh, you know what is that? I think that he hit the nail on the head about why I am. This is the origins of why I'm so upset with Matt Rule's era. It is not because of the play on the field. It is not because of the coaching that's on the field. Right now, the troublesome part is building for the future. One pick in the top 100, you, uh, you make us feel like we are going to be acquiring assets by trading back, and then you squander them all in this season of nothingness. I'm telling you, the problem with Matt Rule is about the problem of the vision of the future, Cody. And that's what I am upset about, is that a man that was promised to us to be a builder, a builder of things, has been a fraud. By and way, I'm I- fucked up right now. I'm feeling good. So, look, I feel bad. But, God damn, what am I supposed to say right now?
5: You feel oh. you feel bad, but you feel good. That was the whole point of going to the bar. Uh tri- but uh so I, I put this up on screen and peep who it's from, Tony. But uh he says, Y'all know I usually ask how are we feeling, but I know the answer. So instead, let's all say it together. We have to fire insert name. And then look at who posted. Pass, pass, this out. You know what? what's funny none about other this- than Trey Boston himself.
4: He's getting paid like $3 million from us this year to tweet. Trey, it, like the, are we yeah, still paying like a, Trey Boston? Yeah, like I saw something that we had $3 million of dead money on him. So I that's what's know. even more funny about this. All right, let's go to the next call.
1: I mean, I understand why people are upset about, I mean, how the Panthers are playing. I mean, shit, I'm upset. But, I mean, like at this point in the season – and at this like how we play. I mean, come on, you gotta look at, gotta look at little things at this point. We're not we're not a championship team. We're not gonna be for the next few years. We got we haven't even started to rebuild correctly. So until we figure that out, I mean, like just the hustle. I mean, some of those guys work hard. Jeremy Chen had a nice pick. I mean, we can we keep looking at the same problem over and over again, but I mean all we do is talk about it. I like to see, like, real change in
6: people.
4: Well, what can we do? Tell us. What can we do to get this change? And that's the problem, man, is a person that continued to tell us about process, process, process. Let's do this the right way. Let's do this the right way. Is that Matt Rule turns out to be or looks like? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I am completely off. But why are we not getting better from week to week? Why are we committing more penalties? Why are we not? Why is our defense? Like, what tells us about Matt Rule's process that it is getting better? And I just don't believe in him in his building process. And I think this is that I've been on top of this from the beginning, is that it's one thing to bring in somebody who is a college coach is another thing to bring him into a situation where he has no mentorship around him. You didn't have a GM that had been in place, right? You replaced that. You did not have coaches that have coaching experience. And I feel like it's, it's starting to get to the point where last year felt like beginner's luck, and this year feels like he's in over his head.
6: Yeah. Yeah.
4: He's been exposed,
5: man. He's been exposed. This entire team has been exposed. Um again, Why we said should
4: stick around, right? Yeah, I mean, no, at the end it, of the day, there is no give reason. Me a reason. Give me there, one reason. I,
5: I'm still waiting for someone to give us a reason that's actually rooted in like some actual factual information. Like, okay, here is something that you can point to that maybe this is how it gets better. Like no, everyone's given me and given us these really, you know, unrealistic answers. Oh, you just draft a quarterback. Oh, you just go out and, you know, we don't have a lot of picks. so
4: just Fix your offensive yeah, line.
6: Yeah,
5: use free agency. It's like n- none of you have any idea how to really build a football team when you say that kind of shit. Like it, it, if you felt that way, you should have done it way before and you should have done it first. And again it just goes to show that a college coach um you know coming in here trying to prove himself to be a big shot NFL play caller, Matt Rule is not that. And Urban Meyer might and then then I'll then I'll move on. Urban Meyer might be the poster boy for how bad a season can go for a college coach going into the NFL, especially considering what Urban Meyer did. As a head coach and you know how storied he is,
6: He's the worst. but
5: don't let that distract you from just how bad Matt Rule has been basically doing the same thing just on a much more low-key note than than Urban Meyer did So uh, all right, you know. let's go
4: to the next call. Let's go to the next call. Call in, folks. Call in. We want to hear from you.
7: Yo, Avery from New Hampshire
4: here. What's up,
7: the question is. If we can sign Stefan Gilmore and he can come in and play. If we can sign Cam Newton and he can come in and play. If we sign Amir Abdullah and he comes in and plays, CJ Henderson, he comes in and plays, Michael fucking Jordan comes in and plays and sucks mm. ass. We drafted Deontay Brown and Brady Christensen. <laughs> Why don't we play those guys? They've been uh, in the system this, far longer. Fucking this Matt call is awesome. Idiot. that's my question. Keep pounding.
4: What a good call, bro. The people you selected can't play, but the people you found can play. Wow, what a good call. Love it. 252 228
15: 5098 Let's go to the next one. Now flex here again. At this point, look. I am all for just going ahead and just setting up shop in the Dallas Cowboys backyard and, um, you know, coaching their backup offensive line. Because at this point, the people that they got backing up, Tyler Biadish and all those guys, man, they are miles ahead of anything that we got for interior OL right now. Like, look, there's got to be something that we can do to fix the OL. I don't know if we spend all of our picks on you know offensive right, linemen. I got to stop it
4: there. You know why I got to stop it. I'm cutting them off. Guess where Cam Irving came from?
5: <laughs> Dallas.
15: Next call. Another point uh, that I think needs to be made about the coaching is just how bad a lot of our play selection is in the run game. Like you know, it's, yes, great. Zone runs are so basic at this all point that it's this. like all the linebackers have to do is just key in on the floor of the offensive line and get there. And often the offensive line already isn't fast or strong enough to really move a combo block at the second level to cut backers off. So they're sitting up here, able to stop the run like it's nothing. You know, where's all the misdirection? Where's the, you know, all the gimmicks that you see in college for a bad offensive line where you just tell them, hey, just get in the way of somebody. You know, you start play, running traps, counters, you know, all these veer type plays. Uh, we don't even have a good selection of RPOs, to be honest, you know, with just backside tags and things. Where you know it's just like everybody knows it's going this way, but wait, oh, you got the backside, you know, you got the backside wide receiver on the slant route, right? and so it opens up the pass game where you got more options. Like we're not seeing a lot of that stuff, and that's just coaching—like no bones about it—that's bad coaching. So again, another reason why rule needs. It.
4: We come yeah. back to coaching over and over on this, and that is the thing: is that um, we just don't see. Telling man, I I wanted to like Matt Rule's message, but the we are not good, man. We are bad. We're bad. Like, I mean, like, is I feel like he should be able to take us with some regular players and get a little bit more out of this. And it's not the W's, bro. It is not the W's. It's like there's just nothing really good. And this offensive line is so offensive, homie. And wasn't he an offensive line coach? Bombs, man. Bombs, bombs, bombs. Cody, how do we deal yeah. with it? We'll go to the next call and find out.
3: Hey, um, you know, if folks want to find out who's really in control between Matt Rule and Scott Federer, go back and watch Carolina Confidential on a uh, Panther Confidential on YouTube. And uh, you can go go back and watch all the show. You kind of learn a lot that way. Um, Scott Federer is just basically has equal power that Matt Rule got. Only Matt Rule controls the roster, so anything Scott Federer does with the roster, he kind of has to get Matt Rule's approval of it. That's just the way David Tepper did it when he fired Marty Herney. Was stupid, but that's what he did it. Um, I also don't believe uh, Matt Rule is here next year. Um, I believe Temper is going to try to force Rule to agree to a mutual separation because um, I believe I believe David Temper is going to just try to remove some of uh, Matt Rule's power. That's going to piss Matt Rule off. But as long as he's gone, I really don't care. Tepper has to pay any money or not. I really really don't give a damn how much money Tepper ain't got anymore. That's his problem, not mine. Mm-hmm. Um and uh besides all that, why the help? I mean you're not going if you if Matt Rule stays here next year, you're not gonna get any help. You yeah. really don't have you had when was the last time you heard Matt Rule say that that his offensive line with his starting offensive line like the one he has now was bad he's thrown every single offensive lineman we have under the bus with the exception of Cam Irving and Pat Elfline. I mean, if, if there's any dog trash offensive lineman in the in the free agency next year, we'll we'll probably go after him in the first day off of a free agency like we did this year. It's just there. It's just that's just what he is. He's just a stupid incompetent the end of a jackass baboon that, that <laughs> Jack. head coach and he may fit college guess what let that motherfucker go back to college as yeah. uh, long as he ain't here I don't really give a damn what fuck college he goes to I really don't I tell you what he, he may can go to uh, uh, somewhere and be a quarter I don't give a fuck where he goes but um, and, and not only that then you have to the next head coach is going to have to figure out how the defensive lines up, because half the defensive line don't know where they line up. Riddick will likely won't be here if Rule's gone. You don't know whether Burns is a linebacker or an end. You don't, I mean, and, and that goes for about everybody on defense. So we'll see. And God hope Rule gets fired. Anytime's a good time.
6: <clears throat>
5: Anytime is a good time. And, I think that was a great call, too. He talked about if you go back and look at Panthers confidential, you know, you basically can kind of see the tiers of how it's set up as far as decision making. Um, and yeah, listen, when uh, another commonality with these college coaches coming into the NFL, they want total control. They don't like the idea of having to divvy up, oh, well, we're going to have a GM who's going to be responsible for the roster and it's going to build the team. No, that's on Matt Rule. But then if that's the case, then fucking shame on David Tepper. Shame on David Tepper for spending $2.5 billion on a team that you want to bring a Super Bowl to the Carolinas, and then you're going to go and give all the decision-making abilities to an unproven college head coach? I'm sorry, you know, I imagine that you can't be a dumb human being and earn billions of dollars in your life. But let me tell you, when it comes to making football decisions, David Tepper looks pretty fucking dumb.
4: I don't want to hear that mess about, oh, you spent $2.5 and you didn't get it done. Because they could go 0-17, bro, and his $2.5 turns into more money. It's like buying a house you know it's like buying a harley his investment has gone up period and that's the point is like I like I'm not feeling bad for anybody who buys a 2.5 billion dollar investment that goes up one percent rather than three percent sorry
5: yeah but sorry. You're sure you're fit yeah but you are sure you fit your football team and no, it just so happens no.
4: to be our no, football it's already team. worth three billion bro it's already worth three billion. Like inflation, all this. Dude, like, I don't is, give a damn
5: about his pockets. I'm saying he fucked over our pockets.
4: Mm. Next call.
13: Hey, guys. It's Joey for a fourth time. And the reason behind what <laughs> I was thinking I love that and amazing. I trying to get what y'all are saying now is that, like, <laughs> I mean, are we ready to sacrifice? Because, <laughs> like, I don't want us to... Fire the GM or or fire the coach and then fire the GM and the GM wants to. I don't want to But then again, I mean, I don't really don't give a fuck about Matt or stuff
6: through. I mean, they're just there. They're
13: not, you know, they're not important. But like, yeah, we could fire him at the end of this year, but what coach and GM is gonna want to inherit this mess? So like. You know, you know what I'm saying. Everybody. Like, if he did what I was saying, Matt. Give call, me that fucking job. Go, I'll take it. I mean, we could just go into a, a situation like the Dag had this year, with that. Ooh, ooh, boy. I mean, the only reason I would want Urban Meyer over Matt Wood is so he's fucking fuck he funny. Fuck like it, it, it would make you laugh. Like the way the coaching problems he would have, but that that. It would just be much worse. But, uh, yeah, we could go into it with, I mean, we're not going to be that good. If Matt Rule continues on his regression, we're going to have the number one pick, rocked and loaded by week one.
4: We're not having the number uh, one pick. That's the problem. We're going to have, like, the 12th pick.
13: So, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. You have a number one pick, a new GM, a new coach, like you got in your lap and like a clean slate you know what i'm saying and then that's that and try to rebuild
4: again i don't want a anyway, disjointed guys. rebuild wow, wow. all right thank <laughs> you oh uh, and by
13: the way oh. i do not want my rules bad cooked like, I, I uh, Well, cool.
4: look, you Good don't call. have to caveat all that and this and that. I, lo- I love when people are like, oh, I don't want to be there. And, and I'm not calling on you, Joey. But, like, I watch these Twitter people. Every time they talk about Cam, they go, I don't want to talk bad about Cam. But, but... but, like, you are. Like, just do it. And that's fine. Look, his Cam has not looked great. His shoulder looks like it's struggling to me. The mechanics, you know what I'm saying? He's got a big throw in motion. It looks like he's winding up. But that's what I'm talking about with this coaching staff as well, man. is like, why do we? It's a disjointed building process. That's what I I feel like this is any, any call to bring Matt Rule back next year. You better, if you're going to bring Matt Rule back next year, you need to commit to him for three years then huh. after that. Like, I feel like we're either – like, you're just punting. It's fourth and two. And you can either punt with keeping Matt Rule next year or you can go for it. I feel like we got to go for it. And I'm sorry. Like, I don't have a reason to believe that letting him decide the direction of the team next year or taking a second seat – To uh, to Scott Fitterer is the best solution. Right. (sighs) Disjointed. Disjointed, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, it would have been fine if we would have done it the right way, dude. But But they fucked this year up, bro. They shouldn't drafted Rashawn Slater. It's just it. They should have just drafted the offensive lineman and made it fucking simple.
5: Dude, mm-hmm. It's looking like we have the potential to be the Browns of the next decade. Yes, because we had to find so hard. We had to find out the hard way that our owner doesn't really know how to make good decisions involving the football team he just purchased. Um, and if he's going to continue to bring in coaches like this, I mean, listen, I will have. I already have no faith in any of the decision makers on the Carolina Panthers. But mm-hmm. if we don't fire Matt Rule. Oh, dude, Like it's going to take a miracle for me to ever think that the Panthers are going to be able to come back and contend from this.
4: Imagine this podcast. I, I cannot wait for this. In fact, you know what? It might bring us the most listeners we've ever had in the history of our life, is that if on starting day, starting Sunday of next year, the head coach is Matt Rule and the starting quarterback, is Sam Darnold? Like if that happens, it oh. might be the best thing for this podcast or the worst. I don't know.
6: Oof.
4: It's gonna be rough.
5: I mean, okay, like me part- I
4: mean, it's a possibility, homie. Oh be- no! It's a, it's a, it's a that Matt problem. Rule is coming back, which I don't believe he will. I do not think he's going to be our coach next year. I think he's going to be fired. I've placed bets with people, mm. and I know him a little early to the game on the. But what is going to happen if he is the coach next year and you got Sam Darnold on the contract? Imagine both of those fools walking out together.
2: Yeah. You're either going to eat two contracts or you're going to serve two contracts. Both of them are not good. Like, you're you're in uh, predicament. Two, two well, bad decisions. You know? well,
5: but I told you, Mr. Moneybags, David Tepper, his nickname to me is Mr. Daylight Dollar Short. Because what he'll do, and I've even said this before on the podcast, yeah, he'll fire Matt Rule after week four or five next season, when he should have done it this year. Yeah, I mean that—that's his M.O., man. That's his modus operandi. The man is a day late, dollar short, and don't believe who a man tells you he is. Believe you, b- but believe who his actions show him to be. And I've, so far, his actions have done nothing but show him to be a guy who's only interested in winning right now. So he's just going to go for the, the snake oil salesmen that are pitching him all this. Oh, we're going to be a team. We're going to have a winning culture and don't beat ourselves. And all this mumbo jumbo. Like Matt Rule might as well be a football cult leader, dude. That's,
4: yeah, that's good. All the next, oh, we want you to be a part of the show. Come on. 252 228 three?
14: My oh, man. I don't even know what to feel um anymore. I think this probably will be my last call for once it um huh. oh. until um, next season because I just I just I just can't I I don't wanna be a Carolina Panthers fan no more. <laughs> oh.
4: Poor like, guy no, Jeez. you gotta it's stick with really. it. Anyway. Oh You'll
14: be alright. We'll be all right. I mean, oh my gosh. Y'all how y'all only how did they get us to thirty one? how would be the steady one. I mean, come on. I, honestly, I don't. I don't want to be a Panthers fan no more. My friends are blowing up my phone saying "L Carolina Panthers." Oh man. man, this is this is, this is just crazy. How can I say see three? No,
4: fire no Matt Rue. we're gonna get you. Make
14: that a chance.
4: No, Fire no. that
5: rule. She said, "Make that
2: a chance." That's fire are building, room. y'all. That's fire. Culture we're building. Yep. And I don't I don't disagree with him to be truly honest with you. I, I really like like at that age when you're just trying to develop a love for a team. Why would you want to start out pulling for a team that sounds like in his entire lifetime? So he always gives
4: the best calls each yeah. week. I mean, he gives great calls, but I'm gonna tell you yeah. this, Noah. It's like um stick with the Panthers. Like we gotta stay. We're gonna stick with this podcast, we're gonna stick with the team, but we're gonna talk shit. Excuse me, shouldn't say that. We're going to talk junk about the decisions and the plays that don't work out. So, you know what? Keep the passion, mm-hmm. keep the lo- love and the life for it. But don't, it's not, we don't need to be happy with crappiness, right? It's okay to be upset. It's okay to be upset. Stick with us, though. It's Stick with I- the Panthers.
5: I, I, I got to say, man, I, I think you're wrong, and I'm not saying that Noah is right to give up on the Panthers, but this is a microcosm for the problem that the Panthers face. Mm-hmm. Think of all the young fans that they want a good football team that you can that they can cheer for. I mean, like, they want to have something that the they can course. believe we in. All want that. But when, we, when, 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 we when you that. when, when you build them. when you build a culture where winning is, you know, it's always a season away, right? We're, we're going to, you know, we're going to sign some players and the Panthers will be right back in it just for their seasons to be smashed and smashed and smashed. That's Tony, not what said, my, No, I, I'm not saying that's what you said. I'm saying you and I and, and Greg, we, we're tenured Panther fans, right? Mm-hmm. We've been a fan of this team for a long time and we're down for the long haul. But a lot of these kids coming up is that like you're going to have to give them something if you're going to expect them to be lifelong
4: Carolina Panthers fans. To this, dude. Don't, do not listen no, to he's, this, he's dude. Do not listen to this, dude. He's not
2: wrong. I'm right. Not, right here. You are wrong, Cody. No, not. He's not wrong. I'm yeah. not wrong. Tell him, Greg. Yeah. Well, no, what what Cody's saying is what they're putting out there, this is what the, what the result you get. I mean, you cannot expect somebody who has no history or hasn't ever had any kind of Carolina Panthers victory in their life to be a Panthers. Have some fan. resolve Ask somebody to pull for a loser.
4: Have some backbone. Noah, don't listen to these fools. Don't listen to No, you gotta pull for stick Carolina. with look. I'm we have our down times. We got some problems. We got some issues. And look, and the Panthers have had some issues. Go look up the name ray caruth go look up the name jerry richardson go look up the name uh greg hardy go hey, look or, up, you know, or look, maybe don't
5: <laughs> or don't, no, or, don't. <laughs> yeah, don't Google
4: or don't those things don't go but the point is this is that no we are going to we have to stick with this kind of team for the bittersweet moment for the bitter moments to get the sweet moments
2: you're right, and, and and
4: you. The worst thing you could do is not give a crap. That's my point. Is this is that by prescribing someone to say they shouldn't care this and that, is that you either are there's two things they can do. They can go cheer for another team, which would suck, or they could not watch care about football anymore, which would also suck. Yeah, so totally. the same thing is just be upset. Just be upset right now. Just be upset that they ain't living up to our expectations. They are not doing what Noah could do a better job of. Noah could be the head coach. Cody Lashney could be the GM. Don't abandon this. Don't abandon the podcast. Don't abandon these people. I know it's hard, man. It's easy. It's like this. It's like we're exhausted. It's been whatever, 16, 15 weeks. We're in the holiday season. You just want to go check on your chickens. Poor Greg.
5: But by, yeah. my, like, my, and I'm not, uh, again, for clarification, I, mean,
4: lost the on, game. I am, I That's...
5: am not telling, hold on, I am not telling Noah that he should give That's up. You all, I, That's what no, you just you're did. not hearing me. What I'm saying is, is that in your time, in your lifetime, Tony, as a Panther fans, the Carolina Panthers, have drizzled some sweetness on your tongue. You're like, mm. yeah, I remember that 2003 Super Bowl season. I remember that That's 2015 Super Bowl audio. season. What does Noah, I mean, look, Noah's a young he 2015. What does he have to remember about the Carolina Panthers ever giving him a good season? And if, all you don't, the if the Panthers don't give fans a reason to believe that this team can be good, You are going to take a generation of Panther fans and make them not give a darn about football. Like, the Panthers have to give them something or else you're just going to build more and more apathetic fans that don't care win or lose. They're just the football team in the Carolinas. That's all I'm saying.
2: Yeah, look, Tony, I'm not saying he shouldn't be a Panther fan either. All I'm saying is, for me, it's easier for me to to accept being a Panthers fan because I decided a long time ago I'm gonna be a Panthers fan through and through. You know, so I stick with them when they're when they're in their downtimes. But when you're young and you're trying to develop teams that you like, it, we don't even know if, if if he's from North Carolina. You know, I, I'm not from LA, but I like the Lakers. You know, so like you don't necessarily have to pull for a team that that is from your area. Like, what if he's just trying to decide what kind of football team he likes and. He decided to go with the Panthers, and they've just sucked his entire, you know, wouldn't you want to – I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. I'm just saying I understand the mindset of not wanting to be a Panthers anymore at that age, you know?
4: All right, let's go to the next call, 252-228-1598.
16: Hey, guys. It's keep pounding, not keep beating, as in beating off to the Cam Newton poster. (sighs) Take it down. It's over, Cam. He cannot make the throws. His shoulder is messed up. He's older now. He can do some rushing touchdowns or short goals, but he used to be in his prime a very good deep ball thrower. He just cannot throw the ball with zip, with power on it. He can't throw it far anymore. He's gone. Get over it. Now, as far as Matt Rule, here's my take on it. The Panthers are screwed. They made their bed. There's no way that they can get a Francis quarterback and a quality offensive line in one year, especially with without a second-round pick. So, therefore, you keep rule around, but you take away all personnel matters from so have the GM be fitter or be responsible for the draft and pre-agency. Rule, focuses on skill player development and game day coaching. You separate the positions of GM and coach. You go for if Rule, if they suck again next year, you fire rule. The GM brings in a new coach. And, uh, God forbid, once again, Pandas have to do a rebuild, blow the thing up, and rebuild again. Bye-bye.
4: Don't uh, You know what? I don't hate the call. Look, as I understand the um, look, is that look when it comes to there's real questions about Cam Newton and his the velocity of the ball and some different things like that. He, our offense has been better with him than without him, so I want to give I want to credit him for that. Yeah, but yeah. I do agree with this is like um I well actually I disagree with the caller actually. Is about like trying to give the personnel decisions to Fitter and seeing what if now if it could help rule or this and that is that that seems to be kicking the can down the road to me. And, um, and if that is the right answer, then that means that the way we approached it was the wrong way, right? Like, I mean, if that fixes things, if all of a sudden it's like, oh. Well, Scott Federer is going to tell Matt Rule what to do. Like, come on, that's like me just admitting that my wife is right in an argument. Is like, I'm can't not going to. I can't do that. Like, I'm sorry. Like, it might be right, but come on,
5: it doesn't feel right. It's against my religion. Yeah,
4: I just don't think. I mean, like, I think if that if that solves it, then that shows the problem at the same time. Um,
5: I wanted to highlight this comment. He said, I'm uh, from New York. I'm a Panthers fan and a Lakers fan, but I know what Cody means. You want to build a fan base that believes in you, and if you keep losing, they won't stay with you during the bad times. Right, and that that was my entire point. hmm. You have to give some good times before you can give someone a reason to stick with you for, for all the bad times. We have histories with this football team. We don't know how great of a history these younger generation of kids are going to have connected to the Carolina Panthers. I mean, look, I mean, I have no idea how old he was, but he was even younger in 2017, the last time the Panthers uh, made it to the playoffs. Who knows how much he remembers of that season? That's my only point, man. You, 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 every once in a while, you have to do more than just dangle the carrot in front of them. Sometimes you got to let them nibble from that carrot
4: that's all I'm saying but not no it's tough to build its t- it's tough to grow a fan base when you're losing like to grow and think about this it's tough to hold on to a fan base while you're losing right it's like either it's like an economy it's either contracting or it's growing it never sits still like stagnant either the economy is expand like growing. Or it's contracting, like we're either in, you know, and uh, your fan bases are probably similar. And so the more you lose, the harder it is to grow a fan base, I would think.
16: Oh, yeah. Hey, guys, it's keep pounding, not keep beating, oh, that's as it's call, beating call. off. Sorry. Hey, Sorry. I figured out what
11: Matt Rule is. Matt Rule is that fart that you think is a fart, but it's not really a fart. It's just Diarrhea, and you wind up just shitting yourself. Hmm.
5: And you know what you call that? You thought you farted it, but you started it.
12: Yeah, I guess so. Next call. Hey, what's going on, man? Zach Harris, out of Kenapolis, North Carolina. I just wanted to say, um, as I was watching uh, the game today, you know, Cam was really working hard. I mean, he, you know, to 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 be in the position that he's in, uh, he he seemed very, you know. Working hard, I mean, he got beat up all through the game. The offensive line was terrible. I've been saying this all year. Cam is not the problem. It's Matt Rule, it's the offensive coaching, it's defensive coaching, it's the whole staff. Um, I'm a firm believer Cam Newton is here to help this team. I'm um, not a real big Sam Darnold fan. I don't think that he. that's not what we need. I think we need a, uh, a quarterback that's fast, that's strong. Um, the running situation we got going, um McCaffrey, if he could just keep healthy, you know, things would be different. I don't know. Maybe I'm just going crazy. But, you know, I've been a Carolina fan my whole life. I'm from Kannapolis, North Carolina. Uh Cam Newton's is not the problem. It's definitely the uh, offensive
4: line. Well, man, uh good call. Good call. Let's keep going through. I can hear 25- me
9: going off in
4: the background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 252-228-598. <laughs>
9: What's up, fellas? This is Cole D. Call um, D. What's I up, didn't bro? get to watch the game today. I went to see Spider-Man: No Way Home.
2: Good
4: you
9: call. You made a good choice. Sorry.
4: Good
5: call. So no one got to go see that yet. Spoiler
6: alert! It was awesome.
9: No. Anyway, yeah. It. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> How funny yeah. would that be if just spoiled oh, the end of the no. movie? I want you, dude. I want you to have a debate. Spoiler alert, the Newton.
4: Panthers I lost. How
9: dare you come here talking, about, talking shit about Cam Newton? Oh, he's he this, he's that he can't do this, see that. get over it, he's done. And then you have the nerve, talking about keep that root? Man, get out of here. Get that get out of here. we talked about Cam Newton like that, like this dude's been a bomb. Get out of here with that. Anyway. Tony, that kid. I have to agree with Cody about that. When he was talking about that kid, I understand that kid's frustration. And Cody is right. You keep putting a product like that on the field. What do you expect the young mind to think? Hell, if I was young like that, hell, I'd probably go to another team too. Yeah, be a I'd Chargers be like, fan. Be like, see you, Panthers <laughs> wouldn't want to be.
4: Uh, all right, man. I don't but, care about y'all kids
9: you know, but yeah I want with that one caller who called in first thing he's gonna talk junk about is cam Dude, get out of here with that once again anyway yeah Tony Tony and Cody and, and I think cam's shoulder in, does
4: look cooked I
9: think sucks mm-hmm. I guess the, hopefully we have a hopefully day brighter days are coming. I'm cross my fingers and one of them is rule gone. And if that happens, I say we celebrate on C three. <laughs> Drinks on me.
4: Like oh, a divorce yeah, party. Yeah. I will I like, take you like a up divorce on party. That. Like, I really <laughs> think that Cam's shoulder is struggling.
5: What what okay, how? which, which play makes you think oh, that's a hurt shoulder.
4: I think it is volume. All right, so the best thing I saw from someone, usually the New England fans that talk junk about Cam, well, they now they're like, oh, now we've got all our defensive players back. We got our offensive line. We were just taking last season off. Cam Newton did a lot for them. Mm-hmm. But I do think his effectiveness is in the run game a lot and that RPO and the kind of underneath stuff. I would say this is last year when he did that Seattle game, he threw like 50 times or whatever. And then afterwards someone said, like, it looked like that volume of throwing. Yeah. Kind of hurt him. You know what I'm saying? Like, so what I would just say is this is not like he can't. I'm not saying he can't throw the ball. And I'm not even. I almost feel like his game just has to adjust. Period. Like, and and which is strange, as you would think, as you get older, you would run the ball less, you throw the ball more. Mm-hmm. It almost feels like Cam is more effective in the run with the short with less passing. The volume of passing is problematic, and I would just, I think that because he's so tall and so big, his throwing motion is big. It's like a big wind up. I don't know, man. It just, it feels like, uh, it just actually not feels like, because I don't feel shit. Like I'm not feeling it while he's throwing it. It looks like it's not like, he looks like he's about to blow, like like wind up for this big ass pass. And then it's like, whoop. yeah. <laughs> and you're like, is that touch? Is it, is he trying to put touch on it or is he,
5: Well, so I think part of it is that I think that Cam Newton is always at his worst. His mechanics, mechanically, Cam Newton is at his worst when he's being pressured. Now, this is true for any quarterback, but especially Uh, here. Water
4: is wet, dude. But
5: I'm saying especially with Cam Newton, though, because this is my point. Any of those bad throws, you know, that that one where it looked like he underthrew DJ Moore. It's like, yeah, he also had to get that ball out of his hand. Just a defender. No, it isn't, though. When you're in every single big time throw you have to make, you don't have a pocket to throw the football from. How are you going to sit there and actually say, okay, well, that pass shows me that Cam Newton's arm is dead? Hmm. Well, maybe, but we've also seen him make some throws here, too. When, When they finally do get on the same page with receivers, he can move it's the ball that
4: It's not live. His arm is not live, bro.
5: You wouldn't know it even if it was. That's what I'm saying.
4: You Why? wouldn't know it if it was. Why? You said that about everything. You've said that about. Pete. You said that about uh, Teddy Bridgewater.
5: No, what I'm saying, okay, no, but but Teddy Bridgewater had an opportunity to show you what kind of arm he had. And it was apparent that he didn't have a ton of arm talent. Cam
4: looks like he's throwing it as hard as he can. Like, as hard as he I can. Mean, I've seen him
2: throw some rockets this year, though, a couple of times. I mean, he's got the power yeah, to do it. Maybe I'm not he's saying trying to throw the ball
4: a quarterback, lighter. but it's not. His arm strength is not his.
2: For, is like, like, you
4: know how you keep good. saying Josh Allen has a bazooka?
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't, yeah, say, you can't yeah.
4: say Cam has a bazooka anymore. I just can't say he has a bazooka.
5: I would like to give him the opportunity, but hey, I mean listen, I'm not I'm not sitting here, I'm not, I'm not,
6: I'm not
5: saying that, saying that Cam is on... been,
4: it's very problematic for Cam. I I truly think this is that like Cam did have a bazooka for so long, and for me, so someone who's defended him against every single person on the earth. You know what I'm saying? Like they say he can't read defense, he can't do that. If there is a knock on Cam is that he needs to see the receiver open. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't anticipate him. He likes to see him break open. You know what I'm saying? Like is mm-hmm. and he had the bazooka to just fit it. You know what I'm saying? Like so he could right. play that way. He could his game is going to have to adjust. That's what I'm saying. His I game is going to have to adjust from him to not having this crazy physical Superiority in the throwing game, I hear and that, and, and that's what's going to have to happen, man, because it's but, not there anymore.
5: But there is no level of adjustments that can even be made to make Cam Newton successful in this offense. For sure. Like, that's sure. You like, like, like,
4: might as well have just stuck with everything we had before. And was that's Cam Newton.
5: What was Cam Newton the reason that, that, we, that we Ruby lost today? He's yeah, just like Joe Brady was.
4: No, no, Cam oh, is yeah, a okay. real Jack Ruby.
5: I mean, listen, I'm not mm-hmm. saying it's not. I mean, look, I'm Cam's biggest defender. I know that he takes all this shit, but I'm saying, like, uh, even what um one of our callers said, uh, the even the run plays were uninventive from Nixon. Like, they were just up the middle. Run true, but up the middle. Oh, I don't
4: want to hear that. I don't want to hear they, that. They were, they were boring, yeah,
6: man. You like, can't make. Brady
4: was the guy. they I don't on
2: want to that. hear
4: that shit. I think. How about this? Is I think the offensive play calling and all of the things that were put together have been better under Nixon. I really? think our offense has been more composed and put and more effective under hmm. Jeff Nixon than it was under. Joe Brady in those first how? seven games.
2: What part? I say, the, part? the announcers on the game were talking about how vanilla everything was and how they needed to change things up because it was easy for defenses to read the simple plays they were. We've running.
4: been moving the ball. We have yeah, moved the ball. Very, very, the doing very last two days we moved stuff. the ball, man.
5: They're yeah, running right up the center, man. Like just, and you know what? You know
4: what? We were converting down. You know what? We ran Cam Newton on them RPOs a lot more today. Like, we needed to run camp. I'm telling you, man, this offense has been more productive. Look at the numbers. How many points did we put up today? We put up, what, 14?
6: Yeah, 14? Oh, That's out, 10
4: more points than we would have put up with Joe Brady. You're right.
2: You're right. But, I mean, still. We put 10. up more points. We put, we put up put
5: 20 up. something when, when we played Washington. Hmm.
6: Yeah, I can look so, at the uh, score for this shit.
4: Okay. The. I'm telling you, we have first of all, we scored in the third quarter. Number one, we have scored points in the we have scored. Jeff Nelson is not the problem, bro. Joe Brady was part of the problem. But here, who gives a fuck, even if he was a sacrificial lamb, it doesn't matter because Matt Rule is going to be fired too. So if you fire Matt Rule, they're all getting fired.
5: We put up 21 points
4: against the Falcons. Well, we put up like
5: 14 today. Uh, and you know the at this we Brady, have a
4: kicker today, bro. So let's go ahead and put it up there. That's twenty points today. If we had a field goal kicker,
5: the offense has. I mean, again, Joe. The Brady has, looked, has
4: not been. The problem has just continued. It's been more productive than it was with Joe Brady, and the offensive line has been as terrible as it was with Joe Brady. We're
5: not, but we're not more productive. Yes. Yes, We're we not are.
4: More produ- We're not more – better than when? We, we, we put up, we we the put ball up 34 on Minnesota. This. We, I'll give you an example of this. is We moved the ball effectively from the three-yard line last week until Cam Newton threw the pick six. Dude, you know I'm saying, saying – like, Don't that throw that on the coordinator. That. Like We moved the ball. Our run game has looked more efficient under Nelson. Everything is look better. Is it Nelson or Nixon? Whatever what the Nixon. fuck Nixon Nixon. Jeff Nixon. Nixon. I'm telling you, man,
2: it has been better under I- him than it was before. I, I felt like in the last few games I've been watching, we've had like maybe one drive where we look like an actual football team. And the rest of the time, we just don't even know look like we're know what we're doing. Right. Like, like it's only really, almost- that's how I feel. My wife was sitting there today and I, I was sitting there. I was like, man, the Panthers really suck. Like we just don't look like a football team. She was like, what do you mean? I was like, look at them. It doesn't even like they're playing football. It's so crazy. Mm.
4: Yeah. All I, right. Let's I just with that, con-
2: that one there. Yeah.
4: Okay. All right. Next call.
8: Yo, yo, this is T calling in. Just What's up, i um, I've been a Panther fan since they got here. Right now with this owner, I really, you know, I really don't have any faith in this team going forward. Um, just look at the way they've rung Rue in and we're in such a fucking hurry to get rid of Ron Rivera. Um common sense would say, especially with an NFL team, and again, the man is brilliant. He's a billionaire, you know, very smart man. But I just, I don't understand how he was in such a hurry to get rid of Ron Rivera, right? And I understand Rivera's time here grew stale, whatever. Okay. But they fired him. The damn season wasn't even over with him. And just, you know, three years ago or two years ago, he took the team to the Super Bowl. He was in such a hurry to get rivera out right get rivera out and i'm thinking okay well damn he really he's really gonna wow us you then go out and get a coach college coach who didn't even win the damn chip in college football i mean at least when for example jimmy johnson was hired by the dallas cowboys the man had won the, the national championship he had a he had a roster he had players that were full of NFL, you know, it basically had an NFL team specifically in college, right? So I, this happened when I was like 12, but I intuitively knew, I was like, okay, that's, I understand this higher. Now, it could have went left, but we all know how that ended up. But with all that being said, I just didn't see the track record for giving rule everything that you gave them. And what has he done since he's been here? All right, he ran out, ran away Cam Newton. Okay, Cam Newton, shoulder injured, not the same guy. But you then think, okay, I'll get Teddy Bridgewater, and you give him $63 million. When, you know, hell, I'm just a guy sitting behind a computer driving. I knew that Teddy Bridgewater was nothing more than a bridge quarterback. Why would you pay a bridge quarterback that type of money?
6: Like, Great. Point. I know
8: that. All right, you get rid of Bridgewater. Then you go ahead and you bring in Sam Darnold. And, again, I'm not no damn scout, but I knew he was not worth bringing here. And all these rules, are, you know, all these moves are just, you know, they're a comedy of errors. And it's just when you see someone fuck up consistently
4: like this, you just start to think, man, they just don't have it in them. I don't know but that's the point right there great call man thank you for the call here's the thing about it it's not one mistake It, it is the collection of errors and really the collection of errors that have led to the lack of optimism for the future for me is not even what errors have been problematic over the last two seasons but how these errors will then undermine our future success when it comes to draft picks and blah 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 so I just that that's why I I'm like I'm, I want somebody to tell me why, um, I should stick with Matt Rule as the head coach. Other than we made the choice already, so now it's like the sunk cost fallacy. You know, it's like we put so much into them. You want to just keep riding it? Just want to re- keep riding it? Maybe. Uh, let's go to the next goal.
8: Well, hun, I want I-
15: kind to of think is a little bit different. My one
5: thing is just what I said earlier about Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera had two years uh, that David Tepper gave him to try and show some signs of life. It didn't go well. Ron Rivera needed to be fired. I can say that Matt rule is not worth his job and also say that it was time to move on from Ron Rivera. I I mean, it doesn't have me missing Ron Rivera. I wanted us to hire a competent Uh head coach. Uh, Um, and by the way, this is real quick, and I wanted to show it because I think you guys will laugh your asses off at it. Somebody posted this near Buffalo Stadium. Uh, they said like, not even four minutes away. Uh, somebody found, oh, Sir yeah. sirper,
4: Just walking down the road.
5: Sir uh, Purr is that. just all upset, all in his feelings, walking down the road. Somebody check on Sir Purr, man. Mm. He has emotions,
15: too, y'all. His best statistical years came under the North Turner offense, where he was doing a lot of uh, the quick game stuff, a lot of underneath and intermediate routes. You know, he's been known or billed as a deep ball thrower almost incorrectly, because if you look at his first few years, a lot of the times he was throwing deep to basically deep throw uh Weapons, you know, Devin Funches, the uh, Kelvin Benjamin, even Steve Smith was a deep threat. And then, you know, we had Ted Ginn, who pretty much was a 50/50 shot to catch the ball, but it was a deep threat. You know, he wasn't really a refined route runner. A team that Cam can really uh, thrive on is one that's got a really good run game with a bruising back where you're going to have linebackers basically having to bring their their whole lunch to try to tackle the back just to realize, oh, crap, it's not really the big back that's got the ball. Oh, it's uh, the 6'5", 240-pound quarterback. But now, you know, we're sitting up here stacking the box. Now we got shorter windows to basically, you know, have to cover these wide receivers that can get open underneath. And now the quick game starts to thrive. You sort of build a modified play-action offense not really a deep shot offense. So, you know, we see guys saying, oh, Cam's shoulders cooked and whatnot and all that. But we look at a lot of the offensive lines and a lot of what he was playing under. A lot of that really had him thrown off platform, you know, basically having to make throws where he didn't have his feet set. And that was actually a bad mechanic that he developed that, you know, we saw in a preseason game with New England where against Philadelphia, you know, he had plenty of time in the pocket. Those throws came out. They look zippy. They look polished. But, you know, it's just there's a lot that has to be built around him, and I think that's what a lot of uh, coaches and GMs don't want to do if they don't want to build their offense around a type of quarterback that you're not likely to find another one in the draft that can really study and, you know, just slide. All
4: right. Last
12: call of the night. Yeah, Chronicles. Hey, this is Zach Harrison from Canapos. Listen, I just heard what you just said. Look, look. Sam is not the problem. Look, if that man had at least 10 seconds to make a play, and when he does have time to make a play, he gets the plays done. His shoulder may be injured. Okay, I'll give you that. But he's still a good quarterback. He is
4: a good, decent quarterback. And oh, we need to keep I agree it. With that. I ain't got no problem with that. All right. You hear us uh,
5: fighting in the background?
4: <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, no, I agree with a lot of it. I mean, I agree with all that, but I'm telling you, that I've I've watched Cam closely as a Camsexual, and that and there's a the windup is tough. It looks like he's putting everything into every throw, every throw. And maybe I mean, who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. Um, I feel like we've missed some things. I feel like we've been so emotional today. We missed some things about the game. Like, what do we miss about the actual game today?
5: Oh, how it's about I, I know one? I have one. How about Brian Burns's hands are purely for decoration?
4: Because
5: <laughs> that man cannot wrap up or finish a sack to save his life, man.
4: He did it, blow up John Allen like a motherfucker on one play. Yeah, though. one
5: time. Like he's good for one big hit a game not when not no one's back. And
4: you're talking him. shit about him,
5: dude. And he could have, he could have sixteen. Are you going to say that Brian Burns hasn't had a million near misses this season? Like, how many times have we talked about it? Like, his hands, like, the dude does not – he isn't clutch, man. He isn't clutch. He's had opportunities to come down with some big-time plays, and he, he doesn't scoop, wrap up.
4: scoop and score on that uh, fumble in the very beginning of the game. Remember when he tried to scoop and score, and you just, like, fall on it? I mean <laughs> – I mean, you want them to scoop and score. Like, that's what you want. I was ready for it, but then it's just like fall on that fumble, huh, man? We didn't get it back. They got it back.
5: Yeah. And then two also, points. remember that uh, that two point conversion that we made? I thought that was a good pass from Cam to DJ Moore. DJ Moore went up and got the football, too. Like, that was good from both of them. Like, oh. it, 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 again, it's like those are the plays where you can see, yeah, Cam, if you give Cam some time. His arm may not be what it once was, but we can make some things happen. Listen, man, like unless unless I mean, the wheels have already fallen off, but I don't none of you are going to be able to convince me that P.J. Walker or Sam Darnold are going to be a better option for the Carolina Panthers going forward. I know a lot of you disagree, but if you're asking me right now who needs to be the quarterback for next season, dude, I'm still saying that it's Cam Newton. Because we're not going to be able to bring Deshaun Watson or Aaron Rodgers here unless you give up a fuckload. So it's and like, it, it's going to have to be Cam.
2: I say it wouldn't matter if you brought him here anyway. They have no line to protect him. Every quarterback has to have a line to protect them or give them some kind of time. It wouldn't matter if he brought somebody like that in. Don't need Look, to fix a quarterback an, right now. We got a lot of right. things to fix.
4: Build you know, that what? wall. We got another yeah. call. Here it goes.
14: Hey, guys. Uh, this is Diane just wanted to call in Hello. and put my little my thoughts uh on the game today and uh the whole uh return of Cam Newton. I just wanna say to Cam to keep your head up, keep working. Sure. Um because this organization you have given your all to, you put this organization up your vote many good things to this organization and you have re entered at a time when the organization is going backwards. Um that was one one reason why I was kinda skeptical about you coming back yep. this time around because I was so afraid that you was gonna be made to scapegoat. Yeah. And look like uh, you know, you got the supposedly Cal- uh, Carolina fan uh calling in and right and you know now it's all your fault you didn't create this list uh and they can't appreciate you know what you're trying to do for this organization at a time when it's just down and it, it needs you know to to get you know back on track and, and in a, a, a good place so i'm a true fan of yours and i'm a true uh campus fan and uh I just want you to just keep going. Just keep working and keep going. I like to say to Mr. Tipper, to the owner of this team, you need to get with people, football people. And that yes. could be people who have been uh retired football coaches who have actually uh built teams and uh and have gone to a Super Bowl. Uh, that advice would be priceless to you. Uh, you, you, you. Somehow, you need to get those people, invite those people into your home, or uh, there, so that you know, and, and talk to them, get advice from them. Then you can go this out.
4: Best call of night. You
14: know, I'd like to see yeah. Coach uh, uh, Scott Peter one more best year. Best night. One or two more years, as GM. I, I feel like he has potential to build uh, the temple. Uh I don't know exactly what's going on uh, behind the scenes.
6: Uh, Diane, who, right?
14: You know, who have the power to do this, who have the power to do that, but I'd like to see Scott Biddle, uh actually unleash, allow him to unleash his talent. Uh, he needs to seek out uh, players from every corner of the earth, whether it's on the mountaintops, or down at the fish pond
4: the Best call of night, right there. And I love how it was
6: kind
4: of like good. Go I was just saying, thinking this is that, like, yeah, is that the, the fear we debated this on Debate My Take about, yeah, we had this past week, uh, Sam versus Cam, who should you start? And I went with this, and, you know, I took the tough position of starting Sam Darnold. But, like, let's, like, is that this? I do really believe that you brought Cam in at a time the whole thing was floundering. And then it's a sleight of hand moment. It's a smokescreen. It's a trick. And I do believe he's the Jack Ruby. He's the patsy of this. Is that, look, is you get to bring, you make uh, Panther fans happy for a second. And then you bring in a player and look at this cam running and rushing and putting his body on the line, like crazy. You know what I mean? He ain't half out there. He ain't half going for you, you know, just taking a paycheck. He's out there trying like his best. I think it is a diversion to the problems. You put him on a team that was incomprehensibly bad, you know? And if anything is cam Newton was brought here to save Matt rules job. And so I'm worried. with the caller on this is like I man is a great call from top to bottom.
5: And it, I like that it was like almost like a love letter to Cam. Like she's talking to Cam, "Hey, don't worry. Don't be too hard on yourself. You didn't, you know, you inherited this mess. You didn't make this mess."
4: Right? You That's have a why head coach Fire Matt Rule, man, he yeah. made this mess. Yeah, you he have a made head the head. mess, dude. The you team was a- better with the pre there's no vision
5: there's no vision and then on that fourth and down play matt or in that fourth and one play matt rule wants to say that cam newton shouldn't have thrown the football once again you fired your previous offensive coordinator a little over two weeks ago cam newton is still the newest member of the football team trying to get a goddamn
4: run then
5: and, dude it's so like you're you're putting it all on cam when it dude he is the least like dude it, it, it's frustrating man we're fucking spinning the wheels here thank you to Diane for a fantastic call I'm glad that we were able to go out on that one that was a great call um yeah uh, man we've got how many more weeks of this we have four more no, no we, we have, have three more no, we
4: got a lot today was a good day for Panther Nation is we were competitive competitive enough uh, to keep us mad and angry, right? I mean, we were in it like a little bit of a two-score game, and when I say in it, we were so far out of it, it wasn't even crazy. I mean, it was ridiculous. But um, today's team, I think, continued to show that the coaching staff is problematic. Like You you saw players out there that were pretty good. You know, you saw some players that were making like, is anybody going to go out there and say, Hassan Reddick ain't playing hard? Is anybody going to go out there and say, you know, I mean, like we got question marks on the talent for sure, the talent. But at the same time, we didn't, we didn't, I think the question marks, I don't know. I don't, I haven't found anything that makes me feel good about this coaching staff. That's it. That's It's like, and I don't, I'm not rooting against them. I am not rooting against Matt rule. I'm not rooting. I'm like, I want them to change my mind. You know, I'm like a, I'm like a, um, a woman who has been domestically beat, like domestic violence victim, and it's like this. It's like I'm rooting for you. I am rooting for you to not beat my ass. But every time I turn on the television, you beat my ass.
5: (laughs) It's bad. Carolina Panthers fucking suck. Uh, thank you to Chris Mortensen. Late, for the 4.99. We appreciate you brother once again. We never ask for money, but it's always appreciated. Uh before we get out of here, everybody hit that like button, please. please.
4: Yeah. Hit sub, the sub, like sub subscriber shame.
5: Hit the subscribe button, man. We're going to be here all year around. Eventually, I'm going to be doing some draft content on here. We're going to be uh showing you some of these players. It will be a good time, man. It will be a good time. Um I'm excited for what the season, uh, you know, basically for the season to be over so that way I can watch some playoff football with some actual good teams. But also, man, like we have three more games. I think we're probably going to lose all of them. Uh, And that said, man, I think that Tony would be, uh, I mean, I think that uh, Cam Newton's probably going to be 0-7 as a starter.
4: (laughs) Don't want to hear it. Don't want to hear it. All right, let's, uh, well, let's wrap this up. Good oh, God. I don't want to wrap it up. I want to keep talking about my the team and my friends. Like Everybody, I love y'all so much. Uh, but we're here on Tuesdays. We're here on Wednesdays. We're on Thursdays and Fridays. We're here all the time. So I'll hang out with y'all. We got to do a couple of things. We got to dab on them. Who's the dab on them player of the game? Give me one player that made a good play. Yeah.
5: Brandon Zilstra, yeah, there you
4: go. That climb the ladder yeah. catch,
5: yeah, man. He, he's, he's look, Brandon Zilstra has made some some good plays, yeah.
2: deserves yeah. I, I, I didn't, I, didn't have interception, huh? Did Chin have interception, yes, yeah. He did. Oh, that play yes, was did. dope. That Y'all play was i
4: him that. All right. My dab on him is gonna be to the guy. I don't even know his name. Who's our punt returner, dude? Who sucks?
2: Erickson. He actually Erickson. didn't call fair catch this game.
4: <laughs> Wait, did you see him falling down and catch that ball? Like wow. it looked like it. He called fall he fall catch. I said he called fall catch. I told you I had a little drink. Uh he called fair catch and he slipped. And caught it falling down. And it could have been the biggest disaster ever. Like, it was terrible looking. And he made it happen. So that's my dab on him. Towel on the head. Towel of shame. Who you
2: got? Uh, Matt Rule. Always.
4: Okay. What he wears. I'm going going Brian Burns, but not fucking... Didn't get the scoop and score. Didn't get – and look, is that – look, he's playing out there. He's almost playing too hard.
2: That could be – Yeah, like he's like so
4: wanting to get the results and this and that. I understand. He's got nine and a half sacks or whatever, and I'm talking junk about him.
5: Yep. But, Um,
4: yeah, that's mine.
5: Mine is uh, the same one that – Cam
4: Newton.
5: No, fuck that. Picking Matt Rule – Matt is an incompetent piece of shit. He continues to put players at disadvantages on and off the football field, throws them under the bus when his own inadequacies have caused the Panthers great harm. Um, and I didn't ever think that I would have this much contempt for a man like the, you know, at at this point in the season when, to be honest, I was kind of indifferent about Matt Rule going into the season. Like, I mean, you remember me saying it was a proven yeah. year. I'm everybody everybody guy. needed to prove everything they needed to prove their weight prove their worth and i don't like um, him, man.
4: i might and, against yeah, it.
5: it's like we, we now it, we like uh, the the thought of matt rule being here another year and but sam darnold like're we're we're hell.
4: Hell. this relationship Listen, hell
5: hell is not someplace that you go when you die hell is here on earth right now for mm-hmm. panther fans Okay, that's hell considering yeah. that's what Moore, it feels like to be in an
4: abusive relationship, bro. Well,
5: we said that about Ron Rivera, too, man. We're like, no, oh, I, I didn't did say that, that about, about no,
4: no. Ron oh, Rivera I was know. straight, man. He was okay. Like, here's the thing about um, we're not gonna we'll argue about this on Tuesday. Ron Rivera wasn't the problem, he wasn't the problem. He may not have been as solutionist as you wanted him to be. He may not have been as a strong of an asset, like is like he's gonna win your games. But I tell you this: is Matt Rules part of the problem? Mm-hmm. Rule, uh, look, I mean the very fact that Ron's teams win late tells you this: is that the players like him? I'm mm-hmm. you know saying like his him. halftime speech is definitely more is better than rules. I told you this. And then, like, so look, I don't want no, don't slander Rivera on this. We went, we, we went backwards. And you're right. Two things can be true. Two things can be true. But what is certainly true is rule is a fool. Mm -hmm. Man, I'm sorry. Like, I can't, I don't even, I don't like, I want to like him. I don't got nothing to like. I got nothing to be happy about, bro. Nothing.
5: Nothing right. So, prayers up to Teddy Bridgewater. Hope that oh, yeah. uh, hope that his injury isn't um, terrible. Prayers up to him. Uh, he has listen, man, in his
2: extremities. I said, which is oh, good. he does. Yeah.
5: All right, good. Yeah, I think he's just got viciously knocked out, yeah. falling back to the ground.
2: So, we yeah. um, gotta yeah, get um,
6: out of here
5: That is it for the for the post game show. Until next time, Panther Nation. Until Tuesday night at nine PM. Keep pounding.
2: Pounding go see spot.